Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And we're recording. Welcome to the Mount Rushmore. Oh shit, got the wrong one. Uh, thank you for uh, checking out. No, the- that's how you should keep it. <laughs> thank you for checking yeah, out. This is the Mount Rushmore reunion. Yeah, we're gonna have gas. <laughs> you know, there's a part of me that had I had more time, I would have written out like you guys used to do a specific intro for every single episode. And there was a part of me that was like, I'm gonna go back and listen to an episode and then write an episode and write an intro like that. But I got two kids and I'm homeschooling one of them and uh, fuck that. Um, so welcome to the Mount Geekboard podcast, uh, your favorite podcast where you like to talk, debate, and argue your top four, Mount Rushmore, if you will. Of your favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking at your listening device, is the worst theatrical movie sequels to a good movie. Good movie is very important. Uh, with I am Nary Science. With me as usual, we got uh, Daniel DeBona. What's up, y'all? And uh, we have, like we said, uh, we have a very special episode today. This is a kind of rush for a reunion of sorts. Uh, we have two of the creators of the original podcast that I completely stole this idea from. Uh, it is David <laughs> A. Smith. Hello, everybody. And Daniel Wagner. Howdy. All right. So, so because you know, we- I'm thinking. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, just so, just so the listener knows, uh, we've told this story a bunch of times throughout the years that we've had the Geekmore podcast, but uh, Rush4 uh, had this con- had this uh, format first. Uh, I've done, we used to do on the other podcast that I have, uh, Woo Bro, what's up, bro? We used to do Mount Rushmore's, but we never had a four-person panel. It was never around the horn. It was just back and forth. Hey, just shoot me your, your top four or something. It was very spontaneous. And then I heard you guys just skimming through iTunes, and I heard Rush4 podcast. And I fucking became number one fan, maybe number two, because the Bono was right up there with me, as far as fanhood. Uh, and uh, and then uh, when you guys stopped doing it, uh, I uh, I emailed uh, Wagner and uh, asked for permission, and he was like, "Of course, fucking do it." Uh, so here we are. Uh, thank you guys for having us for for being on. And I will call you Wagner and you the Bono, because both of your first names are Daniels, and both of you guys are white. So that's where we're gonna how we're gonna differentiate between <laughs> the both of you, motherfuckers. So so am I. Allowed to say dirty words on this? Oh, dude, I don't. Thank you for not listening for the last three years. Yeah, uh, we have. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, dude, we, I quit podcast. Yeah, we. Uh, I quit <laughs> podcasting. I quit listening to podcast. Oh shit! You fucking you you. Is it like a heroin thing? Like I can't even be around it, man. I can't even fucking. <laughs> I can't even be around podcasts anymore, man. I can't no, even hear it's one. Like, <laughs> it's like when a great athlete he quits playing, and anytime he sees sports. All he can do is think about like, oh man, this is what I would have done. I'm a great athlete right. in this business, and I just couldn't be there. But please continue to fluff my dick some more, though. That yeah. was good. But uh, and I, I will jump in and say this is all. I don't know when the exact date we did the first episode, but it's probably right around the seven year anniversary because yeah. it was in May of 2013. Nice. Uh, I remember working yeah. a wedding in South Carolina towards the end of April, 
and going back and forth with Wagner about the concept and like getting the first episode set up. So this is a story. And everybody on this episode has hosted this show before. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Uh, so just to uh, put this out there for, I don't know, uh, uh, David and, uh, and Wagner, I don't know if you guys have, uh, know this, uh, but uh, I told this uh, story to the Bona a few weeks ago that I was actually the last guest on both the Rush 4 podcast and the uh, TV podcast that uh, David did. Uh, so I shut fucking podcast down is what I'm saying. That's how, like, if you want to close out a podcast and never want to do one again, you fucking call me. You're like the the John C. McGinley of, uh, podcasting. (laughs) show killer. Forgive me for this. (laughs) Yeah. I completely forgot you were on it. What was your episode? Uh, The Office. That's right. Because I remember you had to go out. No, I might be thinking of Lewis, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, Lewis had to go outside when he was doing friends with you. He did it from his car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Sounds about right. Uh, I've had Lewis before. I've had Lewis on a podcast. His uh, connection is not great. Uh, all right. So, uh, with that said, uh, we go around the horn and we talk about how we came up with our list. What was our process? Our our logic uh, for coming up with the list. So, David, uh, <laughs> just because you're the one from you're the one clockwise on my screen, you're gonna go first. Uh, how did you make your selections? Okay, I made my selections, and of course, this is a very broad topic, and there's a lot of egregious turds. I'm using a TJ um, term right there. Uh, shout out to TJ Riff. Um, but I'm using only films that I've seen, and I have avoided a lot of horrible sequels. Yep. But I have also seen <laughs> several bad sequels. So that's how I picked my list. I've got one film that actually has a pretty historic significance to me on this list, but I could not forgive it in the scope of everything. So it made my list, but I can talk about films I haven't seen, but for my list, these are all, these are only films that I've seen that I think were horrible. That's uh, that's a good one. I have that too. Uh, Wagner, what do you, what do you got? How'd you make your selections? To Wagner uh, or to Bona? Oh, no, Wagner. <laughs> so, I looked at, did I finish the movie? That was a big one. Did I actually finish watching it? Was it, because one of mine is, it's a part of a series, so it didn't kill it, but did it set it back so far that either they never made another one or they had to take a decade plus long break from it? And... Then it was kind of looking, like I looked at some box offices, looked at some Metacritic, looked at all that crap, but I don't believe in any of that hip-hop. So mostly that was it. Like, did I even make it to the end, and how did it end up affecting it? And right now, I'm going to let you know, I kind of just thought of another one, and I may end up having to revise this list. Right. We may have some classic Daniel Wagner on the fly just change everything. Nice. So Audible's man. About an hour ago. <laughs> so the question is, if you didn't finish the film, was that like the benchmark for making your list? Like it was just that bad that you didn't finish it, or did you have to finish it for it to make your list? No, 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 no. There's a movie that I did not finish on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fantastic. There's a story behind it. 
there's one I fell asleep through when I first saw it. You know, I can't even. I, as I get older, I can't even put that whole. I can't put that as a as one of those uh, things because I find myself if I start watching a movie around two or three o'clock in the afternoon, it doesn't really matter what it is. I, I, chances are, I'm going to take a nap. It's just nap time for me. I got you know what I mean. Like I'm a traveling comedian, and usually I'm not doing <laughs> shit at two or three o'clock in the afternoon, so I sleep. So the other day we went to go watch. I forgot. Not the other day. A few months ago we went to go watch a good. It was actually a good movie and i was just like bye bye good night i was just like taking a nap in the fucking theater and i would just wake up to make sure my kids were still there i'm like oh all right they're fine all right good uh debona how did you make your selection but you're what was that? It's cultural. You're Hispanic, right? It's siesta time. Well, yeah. Well, Hispanic is not from Spain, but thanks for thanks for playing. Is it? Am I racist and losing? Racist. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Uh, it, it, it really is a Mount Rushmore reunion. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, as far as my list, so to to keep myself from getting too far into that uh, world of just watching a. Uh, a franchise degrade. I limited myself to direct sequels. Um, like it was all of mine are number twos in uh, more ways than one. But um, <laughs> so, and yeah, the, I made sure they were all movies I'd seen, not just things that I heard were going to be bad. So I didn't watch. Um, so there's one that I think might make a list or two that I actually never saw. Cause I just heard it was terrible. So I've seen all of mine and honestly it, uh, my basis was if it was so bad that I almost felt like it sullied the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm kind of with you on that one. I took a little bit of both of you. I, I only have number twos. I only have direct sequels. Uh, I just felt like putting, you know, parts four and five and six of a franchise is kind of like just shooting fish in a barrel at this point. Like it's just, what are the chances that a number five or a six could be good looking at you, star Wars. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so that there's that. And then I have, you're right. Uh, like we all said, I have to actually watch it. And, uh, like David said, I have avoided a lot of shitty movies. Uh, just a lot of times you just go, no, that's, I'm not, there's no reason to watch that. There's no reason to watch that. So I didn't. Uh, and then the other thing for me that what made it difficult to pick, to make the selection was the fact that I don't, I'm a pussy and I don't like horror movies cause they actually scare me. So a Thank lot, you. a lot of bad movies are. A lot of bad Thank sequels you. are horrors, and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch it anyway, so I, I don't give a fuck. How, I did, yeah. I did limit myself to one horror movie because this very easily could have become all an all horror movie list for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any horror because I, for exactly the same reason. <laughs> hey, yeah. let let's circle back around to this because I catch hell constantly. I'm also an anti horror thing, and for me. I don't like to see people just get hurt for fucking. Oh like, no, I don't. I'm alright. I'm a. I'm alright with that. That's actually one of my niches in Pornhub. But uh, I, I just. I, <laughs> I just don't. I just get scared. I'm like, I know the whole point of the movie is to get scared, but I don't like that feeling of actually feeling scared. Like, I don't like that feeling, that uncomfortableness. I don't like. I, I like being. I like people. I like pe seeing people die. If there's like a an action theme in the background and there's people blowing up, I'm fine with that. But then when you put that spooky and then jump scares, I'm like, I'm out. Fuck this. And then I gotta watch Disney movies to go to sleep. Yeah, I don't no. need that shit in my life, dude. Um. All right. So I just want to see your algorithm where the rest of our Pornhub algorithm is just a whole bunch of like you know how all porn now is like mildly incestuous yeah but 
and it's like, well, I kind of want to see this chick get blasted from the back, but also I don't know if I'm getting put on a government watch list right now. <laughs> so like all of our algorithms are just like, I can't believe my stepbrother came in me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't believe it either. Let's see how that started. Well, you, you know, the weird thing is, out of, yours, it was about a year ago. It was about a year ago that that whole thing started that I would just all of a sudden just go to Pornhub like I do every day, twice a day. And then all of a sudden it's like, we think you were like this. And it's like my stepsister. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, like, what did I search for in Google that made Pornhub go like, we know you, you're going to like this. And I'm like, what the fuck did I type? And it was really disturbing. I mean, not now. Now it's normal because I watch plenty of it. But the first time I'm like, what the fuck, Google? <laughs> Jesus. Macclimated. They're always <laughs> stuck in something. Like they're Cleaning under the bed. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. What I love right now is on the little side where it'll, it's usually like brazers or something will have some little like animated thing. And they've got that little kid with the giant wiener. And he's just like, <laughs> and like he'll run up and like start banging the mom. And the mom grabs him and like holding him over her head, blowing up. That dude is fan- like, man, that dude is fantastic. Call. Like you, like you, we all seen that dude and go, dude, what the fuck? The best life. <laughs> it's true. All right, let's get started, fellas. Um, I round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crap. Let's get it on. All right, uh, David, hit me, brother. What, what do you got for number four? Uh, I'm coming out with coming out firing with this one. A uh, sequel to one of my all-time favorite films, a movie that I think that's still probably one of, if not the best comic book movie of all time, X-Men 2. I am throwing up X-Men The Last Stand. Oh, yeah. Absolutely horrible, horrible sequel when you compare it to X-Men 2 and even X-Men 1. X-Men 2 ends on such a great note. Oh, we're going to do the Phoenix Saga in the next film. And then, of course, Brian Singer. Now, of course, we all know what's up with him. Um, he leaves the project to go do Superman. They bring in an equally horrible person, in Brett Ratner, and it's just a pile of shit on a movie screen for about two hours. And I was so angry with what the potential they could have had and what was the final product. Uh, because X-Men 2, I, again, I still think it's probably one of the best comic book movies ever made such high expectations going into the third one and it's just like someone shat in my mouth <laughs> yeah like uh and they with the and now now they've tried the phoenix saga twice and yeah, it and up. screwed twice. it up both times um the the thing that the thing that hurt so bad about last stand was the fact that kelsey Grammer was actually a really good beast he's the one he wanted to see exactly. his beast. like if you yeah. think on it and so exactly. that 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 on top of the fact that Phoenix Force related stories I, I have a special place in my heart for made that one hurt really bad. Like I was so excited Beast was going to be in it. Oh, they got a Juggernaut in it, even better. And then it's like, oh no. Here's a YouTube joke. You seen the YouTube kids? <laughs> yeah, that was the moment I started hating YouTube and the internet. <laughs> it was like, I'm like, oh, the juggernaut bitch, because I had too many friends that thought that was so funny for way too long, to the point that it had to be like, okay, I gotcha. Like, this is no, like, the the G.I. Joe one. Remember the G.I. Joe PSA? The more, like, well, not the more you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, those are funny. Knowing like, it has to matter. I can watch those all day, but like the dude just yelling, I'm the juggernaut bitch. Like that's a one hit. Like, yeah, I got you. You're the juggernaut bitch. But, yeah, and the second they, it was rumored, they're like, oh, they used that. I was like, oh no. Like, this ain't good. <laughs> and yeah, that is a movie I did not make it out of. Uh, even finger blasting would not get me to finish that movie. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's it's bad. It almost made my list. Like it was right up into the end. Um, even my old lady was like, "You're putting the X Men three, right?" And I was like, "Oh no, good good call." But I, I I made an audible on this one. I had something in this place, and I guess if we get around to honorable mentions, I'll bring it up. But I had to I had to I had to come out the gate with it because I just hate this movie so much. I, it's rough, man. It just hurt. You, you know what? You know what? Um, what's sad is I've heard uh, Brett Ratner on podcast uh, years ago, and this movie came up, and he was, and he was like, first of all, I had nothing to do with the writing. Like it was, I already, I got the project already. Like it already, it basically had started, and then I got the project, and then he said Kevin Feige was fucking next to me the whole time. Like Mister Marvel was next to me the whole time, and he fucking didn't give any. Like he, was, this is the movie he wanted to make. It's fucking. He's like, I get shot. He, he he talked about that. He gets that movie put on him, but he's like that. I came in at the fucking end of it. I literally did as little as as, as I could because there was everybody. The studio was involved. Kevin yeah. Feige was involved, and he was like, I couldn't do shit with this movie, and he got upset with it. So it kind of made me look at it in a different light. But yeah, it's still no, not it good. Could have been worse. Yeah. <laughs> but see, this is why Kevin Feige is the genius that he is. Because he probably sat there and let the shit go down because that's a stock move. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, motherfuckers. Let's let this movie sink and destroy this franchise because guess what I've got coming? And we're <laughs> going to be able to look so much better and people will be like, wow, Fox is fucking up. And that's exactly what they were able to do. Like, I think, actually, I respect Kevin Feige even more because he is a mastermind. <laughs> that is some, that's some fucking super villain wall street shit that's the, that's like, some current that's some current elon musk level insider trading yeah yeah exactly like destroy the company so i can sell high <laughs> and then just like you know bury it out yeah fuck yeah Feige. i, I think, hear you i think that the, the part that bothers me the most about x3 is the archangel and how, how they massacred that oh, character yeah, i forgot about him yeah as oh you should as you, i wish i would have i wish i would have forgotten about that it was the kid from <laughs> it was the kid from uh fast forward right I, I don't. I don't know what fast forward is, but yeah, yeah it's that kid. It's, that, an old, it's an old Disney channel. Because <laughs> that was the whole thing. They were going to have the original team in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, they got it right with didn't first they kill class. Cyclops in the first ten minutes. Yeah, and it didn't even show like, it. Like, yeah. yeah. I oh, I, I'm like I avoided spoilers completely and totally. And they killed him. I was like, so this is going to suck. All right, here we go. Well, I'm not a Cyclops fan, so I didn't give a fuck about that. But yeah, Archangel, the fuck they uh, they did that shit to him. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. Horrible movie. Uh, <laughs> X3, uh, The Last Stand. Uh, Wagner, hit me, man. What's your number four, brother? All right, so my number four superhero movie currently sitting at an eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it is a movie that killed a franchise for a decade or so. Batman and Robin. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Did it make it through? I saw this at a dollar theater, and we ended up skateboarding around the theater because we were the only ones in there. Um, it was so bad. 
I made it to the part where they're motorcycle racing and then oh, I tap out. Yeah. So maybe it gets better. I've seen clips since then Mm-mm. and it hasn't. No. But no. I mean, between like I got you, show Schumacher. I got you. You want to go camp. And that's fine. The TV show from the 60s was fine as a camp movie. But man, there is a level of the camp that you get to to where it might as well just have like little sound effects of when they fall and just like fart. Like as soon as the enemy gets hit, just and like, oh, that fart. Like that level of stupid. They have the ice skates in the boots. Uh, like you couldn't uh, have prepared for that. That means you walk on ice skates constantly. The, I, you did not know Freeze was showing up, dog. Like you didn't know that maybe I should wear the ice skate boots. And you have your own credit card? Is that hard? <laughs> Someone had, you have to fill out an application for that. Someone knows your social security number, Blue Plane. <laughs> like someone had to put that in there. I've got credit cards. It takes putting information. Like not a smooth move, asshole. It, is Robin baby. allowed? Is he like a co-card user? Can he go to Costco and buy shit on the card? Or does Robin have his own? Is Robin old enough to get a credit card? They never it, really established how old he is. Is the Costco how, membership in Wayne's name or Batman? <laughs> yeah. What is the age gap between uh, Alicia Silverstone's parents and her uncle Alfred? Because Alfred's old as fuck. And she's young as fuck. And if her parents were that old, then maybe they had her when she's like, they're in their 50s. So then... That adds a whole nother level to it. I, it's bad. It's bad storytelling. And Here's my big, big thing. If you defend this shit, I swear to God, I'm coming to Burnham. I'm not, because I don't think I've ever actually seen it all the way through, so that's why I didn't approach it. <laughs> my biggest criticism with this movie, George Clooney should have been the best Bruce Wayne. Yes. If you look oh, at yeah. that, if you look at George Clooney, you're like, okay, that's a millionaire playboy that can also moonlight as a superhero. Oh, did you remember every episode of ER when he would end up at some kind of gala? They would just have him walking in the snow yeah. with his tie undone and the scarf on and the peacoat. Oh, my God. Clooney was fucking fire as a rich dude. And, yeah, I would have loved for more like movies from him. But there's only so much you can do. I'm surprised his career survived. Because Chris Con- Chris O'Connell's career sure is fucked, didn't he? That's a, that's the damnedest truth that didn't. It you know like yeah, and uh, you know what? sue me sue me Chris O'Connell come earn your first <laughs> legitimate dollar in thirty fucking years. Clooney still had ER to fall back on at the time, and he could kind of wash away that the others really didn't. Hold on, give me a second, well, fellas. Clooney hold on, give me a second. Give me a second. A fart man. Hold on, give me a second. I got my kids are knocking on the door. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently, according to Ricky Gervais, um, George Clooney loves fart jokes, oh, yeah. and he'll sit around with a fart app on his phone and just hit it randomly and giggle to himself. Like dude, Leslie what Nielsen was like that as well. Was that twenty two? Right. Leslie Nielsen was about the fart. I could see Leslie. Yeah, I could see Leslie Nielsen being all about the fart. Like yeah, uh, you know, like uh, Priscilla Presley said on like the. Um, Set of naked gun, he would just have like a whoopee cushion or more, some like fart machine noise and just, you know, randomly do it just to get a laugh. 
Yeah. Right, are we back? Man, yeah, I'm sorry. We're back. Sorry. I thought about oh, starting okay. a, uh, a podcast where it's just us doing morning zoo crew, but at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and it's just all like, it's Friday morning fart song. So we're calling people doing crank jokes and shit at three o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> it's, so, a produ- it's a it's pre production. Pre production. You know what's amazing about uh, Batman and Robin is we've made it this far into talking about how awful it was, and no one has even mentioned the fact that they put nipples on the bat suit. That wasn't we a big deal for me. That was how a is big, it not a big deal? Because the rest of the movie was so much shit that you're like, really? You're going to focus on fucking nipples? There's so much other I shit. I focus Every, on nipples. Everything that Wagner said was way worse than the fuck. Like, if everything else that Wagner said was fixed, and then maybe we could be like, hey, wasn't that weird about the nipples? That was weird, right? <laughs> but, like, for people to focus on the bat, whenever somebody goes, oh, the bat nipples, I was like, really? That was your issue with it? There was a whole fucking plethora of things that were fucked up with that movie like i don't understand maybe i really like ice puns neary oh dude that's the and the puns the puns were so fucking bad dude oh my god (laughs) take two of these and call me in the morning fucking the worst dude (laughs) i watched them i tried rewatching that movie again bro i'm not lying probably i don't know four months ago five months ago i tried i was like i'm gonna just sit here and i was like now i understand i'm not coming off of watching batman returns i'm gonna go ahead and watch this with the thought process of this is a campy movie like they're gonna go back to the and i was like all right let's and i just couldn't just fuck it was so bad it was so fucking bad and i've watched this movie a few times throughout the years but uh i i i this last time like four or five months ago i i probably got through like half an hour no. And I'm now looking at bat nipple pictures. These are fabulous. <laughs> I was looking at I was looking at Clooney's films right after it. He didn't miss a beat. Yeah, like, did not no, suffer one bit. Yeah. No, you I know think, what he did? He had to. He had to make a. He had to make a good movie before this one actually came out. Like there had to be a thing where he was like, "Let's make a good one, so that when this one comes out, the next one that comes out right after that is going to be good." What did he make right after that? Was it Peacemaker? What did he make? His right after next that? films are the are the Peacemaker, the Thin Red Line, Out of Sight, which is fantastic. Yeah. Waiting for Woody and Three Kings, and then he's got like the perfect oh, storm. Three Kings. Three Kings was fantastic. Yeah, he didn't fucking miss. The only thing that bothers me about the bat nipples is there was no bat areola. Like, what the fuck was that? See, that's what I'm saying. Look, <laughs> look, look well, let me give me some. Has puffy nipples. Give me, give me some nipples on Uma Thurman. I mean, if if we're just throwing nipples around. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a shit movie. It, it really is a shit movie. If it wasn't for the fact that I was going that I my I I limited myself to only picking direct sequels, I, I would yeah. This is just yeah. It's very bad. And 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 here's the thing. I don't even think Clooney, to be honest, was a worse Batman than Val Kilmer. I think Val Kilmer was an even worse Batman, but he didn't have nipples, so yeah, nobody fucking talks that. about that. So, yep. all right. Uh, so Batman and Robin, good pick, Wagner Debona. What do we got, brother? Uh, so for my number four, I've got um, a movie that I actually had to go and double check got a theatrical release uh, because I wasn't sure if it was a straight to DVD sequel or not. Turns out it did get a theatrical release in 2009 um, with a Rotten Tomato score of 13 um, percent. My number four is S. Darko, a Donnie Darko tale. Oh, sure. um, what? Does that exist? Yes. And uh, so S. Darko is a sequel to Donnie Darko that uh, is about his sister. 
and oh, it oh. it um it was it was released eight years after the original came out. But in the movie, it's ten years later. She's still dealing with her brother's death. Uh, spoiler alert for the end of Donnie Darka. And I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Here I go on my island. But I'm going to let you know uh, I wasn't going to see it. So it really <laughs> hurt my feelings. So, um, and she's she's dealing with uh, she's dealing with her brother's death, and they tried to recreate the creepy weirdness of Donnie Darko by giving his sister similar visions and things like that. But they did it with this whole sleepwalking storyline, and it involved this soldier with PTSD and this other guy who was really weird and her friend. They overused the time travel element uh, just way too much, just frivolously time traveling. Whereas, um, which in Donnie Darko, the actual time travel element of Donnie Darko, like the fact that he chooses to do it the once is a key moment in Donnie Darko. So to see them just kind of just throw this around in just a gobbled mess, it was just too much of everything. Uh, It was just, it was just awful. At one point, there's like these flaming tesseracts like falling from the sky, and there there's a meteor crash. Uh, yes, actually, it, 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 but it, it works in with the, so the tesseract went through as Darko. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it went that, through as Darko. That that's how it, and then it landed in the ocean, and they found it there. Um, the, 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 so the two things that, that made us Darko make my list finally are the fact that one, I really enjoy Donnie Darko. I feel like it's a movie that lends itself to multiple viewings and, um, you can get really into Donnie Darko and find some really great elements that make that movie super enjoyable. Uh, and this, it, this was so bad compared to that. But the other thing that made S Darko hurt so bad was there was a really great YouTube viral campaign uh, that I watched. It was actually how I found out the movie existed before I rented it, where they had this series of three YouTube videos that were back and forth between people uh, arguing about different things that did a very good job building hype for it. And by the time I got S. Darko, I was very excited to watch it. And then it was just terrible. So I since none of y'all have seen Donnie Darko, I'm sure this this pick means absolutely nothing. But look, okay, um, I'm but, not just you. You could have made up entire plot points, <laughs> the most outrageous shit, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that, that movie sounds horrible, man." <laughs> okay, so the reason I never saw Donnie Darko was because of people who like Donnie Darko. That's the same reason <laughs> it took me so long to watch Rick and Morty because the fans are absolutely insufferable. Oh man, Rick and Morty so far this year has been excellent. Oh yeah, I know, the but show I, is excellent. But I took for but for the same reason you didn't watch Donnie Darko. I took forever before I started watching Rick and Morty because the fans made me hate it completely blind to it. Hey, as like, a as a as a Channel One Hundred One guy and a Yacht Rock fan, seeing Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon do something like just put tears in my eyes of like that is my boy. And but yeah, so proud of them. But, but let's talk about Donnie Darko. I was gonna say, but yeah, Don, Donnie Darko fans uh, were uh, were insufferable. It was always the same people that would try like hell to tell me that Cold Chamber was good, and be like, <laughs> "No, they're not. No, I don't have time hey, for Cold out. Chamber." 
timeout because you brought them up. When I went on tour with the band to do photography for a week, and we're touring around the Midwest, and we're at this shitty venue, and like I think this was Oklahoma City, I think, which is like half rodeo and country, whatever, whatever. They had a bunch of like eight by ten publicity shots. Mary, you probably taken like their headshots right, basically right. for the band. They had one for Cold Chamber on the wall, and I sat and looked at that for a few moments. I was like, "Oh my God, Cold Chamber was actually a band that existed." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being reminded of that in somewhere. You were staring at it like city. a magic eye, like waiting for yeah. the real band to be revealed when you when you let your focus go. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so anyway, um, S. Darko, like I said, it's. It, one thing that I found with one exception to my list was that all of these sequels happened a good amount of time after the original. And uh, yeah, it was eight years later and it was absolutely terrible. It's uh, it's got 3.6 stars. So I don't know how bad it could. Be. Oh wait, that's out of, that's out of 10. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> IMDB has it rated 3.6 out of 10, which I gotta be honest with you. I don't check IMDB for ratings. Not that I check anybody for ratings, but I don't recall seeing a, uh, a movie that's like three points. Like that's pretty fucking low. Like that's a yeah, lot. Like I said, it's uh, I I've got I, I did the I did the Rotten Tomatoes and the critics reviews. So also comparatively, Donnie Darko is eighty seven percent fresh slash eighty percent from fans, um, whereas this one is thirteen eighteen. So even Donnie Darko fans didn't like this movie. Ugh. Sounds off. Probably especially Donnie Darko fan. Yeah. I can you can you imagine walking into this one blind? Like I I'd never heard I've never seen Donnie Darko, but I'm gonna watch S Darko. Like I've never that would be even worse, I would imagine. The little bit of sense that it made because of Donnie Darko would be lost on you and you would hate it even more than I hate yeah. it, probably. Yeah, all right. Uh, that's a good pick, brother. S Darko. Uh my number four, uh I kinda had these two kind of going back and forth, and uh, I'm going to go with, because there was already two superhero movies on this list, uh, number four, I'm going to go ahead and go with the other one that's not necessarily a superhero movie, kind of, uh, and go with Transformers 2. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, I don't know if you... Uh, yeah. I, I, short list. I've never seen it, but I know enough of it to know this is a good pick. Now, here's the thing. I will say this because I, I I was such a huge fan of the original or the or the first one, and I will say this: uh, when I watch a movie, I go, "It's not that's not bad. It's not like." It, and I I do know that it suffered tremendously because of the writer strike. That's when it was happening, so they had to rush to get because they knew the writer strike was going to happen on, on X date, and they had to rush to write it before the writer strike happened so that when the writer strike happened they were already filming and so i do know there's kind of an asterisk as to why it was bad it's kind of have that but it was just it was just not not fucking good it was just it was a, a it's, shit it's show that combined with unchecked michael bay after the success of the first yes. yeah and yeah um, also also, plot holes so big that Optimus Prime could actually drive through them. <laughs> in in Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, the Decepticons literally have apparently the technology to create a really hot chick that they use to try to seduce uh, Witwicky. 
if you have the technology to create a perfectly human clone that the technology fuck them with wiki go the gi joe route and take the presidency <laughs> yeah 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 he took the president <laughs> <laughs> i mean they there's 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 like he's like making out with this hot chick and then she has a tail and it's like oh she's a decepticon and it's like so why are they so obsessed with just this one little cube if they could just replace people with Decepticons that look like people. That was, I was done. From that moment on, I was like, I don't see any reason for the rest of this movie. Decepticons can create clones. Why are they focusing on the wrong thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's just kind of, this is kind of like the bat nipple thing to me. I'm like, if that's what you're gonna, that's what it's gonna upset you. You have a, you have a, a valid point. I just think that the rest of the movie was such shit too that I'm like, all right, well, I guess if that's the one piece of diarrhea you want to focus on, that's fine. But there's a lot of other fucking diarrhea going around here, so I was like, all right. It Isn't just there literally a racist robot called Skidmark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. Like, it's just that it's one of those things. And coming from a, a lover of action films, I love action movies. So action movies to me, like plot holes and things like that, I could just take myself out of the thing and be like, look, bro, this is an action flick. Yeah, it's not going to make much sense. Just enjoy the explosions and stuff. But there was so much... Like, it was such a departure from part one that I'm like, well, part one made fucking sense, though, right? Like, it's a whole thing. Right. And, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, yeah. We, uh, so, there it goes. There's my pick, man. My, my, I, uh, like, I actually enjoyed Dark of the Moon. I and did. So I think that, and so I think that sometimes I look back and forget how bad Revenge of the Fallen was because I did enjoy Dark of the Moon. I enjoyed Dark of the Moon. I thought Dark of the Moon was good. I was like, this is this is why, like, I and it got it got shitted on by critics and everybody alike. Uh, uh, both those movies did, but I like I like Part Three. I like uh, Dark Side of the Moon or Dark of the Moon, whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, I thought it was good, man. And then and but Part Two, it just there's no redeeming qualities to it. I mean, I guess. You know, this hot chick, what's her name? What the fuck her name is? That she's in it. That's it. Uh, Megan Fox? Yeah, Megan yeah, Fox. Yeah, Toe Thumbs. Megan yeah, Fox. Toe Thumbs. Yeah. Wagner, you looked what's at... The you, th- what? You just said Megan Yo, Fox. Yo, you don't know about, you don't know about Toe Thumbs? Oh, yeah. She has her, her toe, her thumbs. No, I don't... I don't... <laughs> Her thumbs look like big toes, yeah. dude. Google it. She has she has that con- uh, she has look, that con- I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to pick apart an obviously hot chick, but those look like big toes. No, no, she and she has a thing with it too Megan where, where thumbs. thumbs. Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know it's, about it? It is a thing, right? Yeah. yeah like and it's, I didn't just pick oh, this up. I'll be damned, they do look like toes. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> a condition real, though, right? it's a condition that is like twelve percent of the population have and she's one of those twelve percent or some shit. It's got something to do with the way the joints in her thumbs are formed or something, but yeah, they, they look like big yeah, toes. And she knows about it too. Like she does she does like she does like whenever they do whenever they film her like holding something, they have a they have uh she she requires them to have a hand double. She has like a hand model in her contract. What? Crazy. That's some good work. They go in there and be like, okay, uh, fifth audition, see your hand. Um, <laughs> what's, uh, how much does it look like? Or, okay, definitely not a thumb on your hand. So that's good. <laughs> so there's part one. You've got that part. Yeah, they're hand models, hand. man. They're head, it's like, can you pick up shit with your yeah. feet? No, no, your other feet. All right, that's cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, number four. I bet she's hell on a fucking monkey bar, though, with that <laughs> Just like a fucking grip from hell. Yeah, that's I. Uh, yeah. She picks up. Yeah, she's but she's super hot, so that's fine. I don't give a fuck. I'll suck. Right, those, exactly. I'll suck those fucking thumb toes. I don't give a fuck. 
so the number four will actually jerk you off with that grip though just right off your body i'm fucking down uh <laughs> <laughs> number four is we got x-men 3 batman and robin s darko and transformers 2 moving on to number three round three three is a magic number yes it is All right, uh, David, what do you got for uh, for number three, brother? All right, this is the one that I mentioned that has a personal connection to me because it is literally one of the first movies I ever remember seeing in a theater. I don't know if it was the first one, but it was one of the first ones. Summer of 1987, it is Jaws for the Revenge. Oh, shit. Right. Um, you you skipped over three? One of the- you skipped over 3D? <laughs> well... I'm going to explain. All right, all right. <laughs> Generally considered one of the worst films ever made. Jaws 2, boring, a mix of, you know, kind of a slasher movie and a teen movie. And oh, boring. Schneider, like, being forced to do it. And he's just, like, pissed off throughout it. Jaws 3, Jaws and SeaWorld, horrible, with, but they had the 3D element. And here's the thing. As a kid, Jaws was one of the first movies I remember watching, like on the TV, you know, ABC Movie of the Week and whatnot. Loved it. Loved everything about it. When I found out they had sequels, I wanted to see all the shark movies. Jaws 2, Jaws, we had them all. So Jaws 4 comes out. Little kid, I'm probably five and a half when this movie comes out. We're seeing it in the theater summer of 1987. I thought it was great. The sharks roaring. That's awesome. Of course, as I get older, Jaws remains one of my all-time favorite movies, seen as it a should. million times. I can accept that Jaws 4 is a horrible film. <laughs> Do I still enjoy watching it from a perspective? Yes. But can I also say that it just uh, does not make a lick of sense. The, jaw, the shark does stuff that is physically, naturally impossible from start to finish. Of course. Can I also mention that Helen Brody is remembering things that she was not there to remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh my can god! I, I never even thought about that element of it. Can I mention that? Can I um, can I accept the fact that the ending was shot so horribly that there's multiple versions of this ending floating around, and you can see how amateur hour it actually was? Of course, it's got you know the great Michael Caine stories about how he did this movie just because he read the script initially and the first page said Hawaii. So I don't know what that draft was, um, but he basically just wanted to do a movie in the Caribbean. So that's why he does this, does this movie. And of course he misses out on getting an Oscar. And then he says, you know, it's a horrible movie that ends up buying in the house anyway. Um, but yeah, Totally horrible movie. Um, I wish, I wish, I wish they had done the original concept for Jaws 3 was going to be a like an airplane spoof. It was going to be Jaws 3 people zero. It was going to be <laughs> spoof of the whole thing. Universal never wanted to, you know, rock that boat, but it's pretty sure as fuck rocked it with Jaws 4, and we never got another Jaws movie. And I've got the idea for what the Jaws sequel should have been. Hooper uh, should have ended up being Quint. Parent, you know, sharks come back to Amity, that whole nine yards. But yeah, Jaws 4, um, it had to make a list for me. 
Like, I consider Jaws 2. It's on my short list just because it was so mind-numbingly boring compared to how intense Jaws, Jaws 1 was. So I had two on my short list. But um, I did not even think about that one element of four of her remembering things that she wasn't a part of. And now I hate it even more. That's spectacular. I've never yeah. seen Jaws 4. I saw Jaws 3 probably about a year, year and a half ago because uh, one of my uh, co-hosts uh, loves all the Jaws movies. And he's like, watch Jaws 3. It's bad, but it's like comically bad. So you could enjoy it for if being comically bad. If you grew up bad. with it, you would have liked it. Yeah. But like, seeing it like first time like a year ago, yeah, I can understand why you would think it's horrible. Yeah, no, I mean it, it. It was awful, but again, if you're if you go into it knowing it's going to be bad, you're like, yeah, fuck it, let's just watch a bad movie. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so but I don't, I don't Jaws think I even saw was Jurassic World before Jurassic World. Yeah, I don't even think Jaws. I'll give you that. I, I've never even seen Jaws two. I, 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 I've seen Jaws and I've seen Jaws three D, and that's it. That's where we're at. We want to talk about napping through a movie, man. It is painfully boring. Jaws two. Yeah. It's just basically a rehash of the first one, but all the suspense was gone. Yep. Because <laughs> you knew the fucking shark like was the hangover, too. <laughs> you <knew> it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Wagner, what do we got for... That's uh, Jaws, Jaws 4. What do we got for number pick three, Wagner? Okay. So, there's only one... Actually, this, this would be a second movie. The, this is the first movie I ever walked out on a date for. I made it halfway through, and yes, finger blasting would not even save this. It was her birthday, and I still left her at the movie theater, and she apologized for making me go there. That's peak Daniel Wagner. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. You left her, so you finger blasted her, then you left no, her even, at the theater. No, I didn't even get that far. Okay, but uh, so you left it, her at the movie, theater. I wasn't even willing to watch the movie long enough to get the blast. Wait, hold on, but I just want to make sure. So no finger blasting, that's fine. But you left her at the theater, and she apologized to you. Yep. Man, that is not a Hispanic woman you you were dealing with, because that shit does not happen. <laughs> no. That shit does not happen with Hispanic Broken women. Ass, <laughs> yeah. Broken ass snow bunny. Uh, all right, so... Um, this. This movie is Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Oh, shit. <laughs> I will tell you, the moment I walked out of it is at the 45-minute mark when oh they're God, doing a yes. part of it where she's like, you know, people say a lot of things about the gods and, and people don't understand us, and that was Checkmate. And <laughs> I, I was like, I cannot stay here anymore. I can't do this. And she looked at me and said, I'm so sorry for making you come to this movie. I'm uh. like, that's cool. Hit me up later, and I went and hung out with my boys and giggled my ass off for now 20 years over how bad the Blair Witch 2 is. (sighs) And it's one of those, like, you didn't need a sequel. There was no reason whatsoever. The Blair Witch was a cultural, like, touchstone for that year. What, 98? 98 or 99? 99? I mean... In a proto, you know, an AOL internet world that we were still able to be spoofed. I mean, everyone I knew, like, we legitimately thought when we went and saw the Blair Witch, we were going to watch them, And they tricked us. So you can't 
then turn around and try to turn it into like a big budgeted horror flick when the original was filmed for about $38. Um, I, yeah, it, it should have been done. And as far as I got into it, I did not enjoy I probably wasn't going to enjoy it much longer anyway because it was a horror movie, and I was going to end up showing my true colors. <laughs> and by that, I mean going and hiding in the bathroom and getting high and just missing all the other parts of it. But yeah, Blair Witch 2, like, so bad I couldn't even, I wouldn't even finger blast stick around and watch it. <laughs> so Blair Witch 2 is the classic story of trying to take yeah no it's trying to take a franchise and further it when you don't have anything prepared to do with that so what they did was they dusted off a script for a movie called book of shadows and then shoehorned it into this blair witch universe that they were trying to create this at times has resulted in terrible movies like blair witch 2 book of shadows and halloween 3 season of the witch um, where this has happened. There are other times where that exact same thing has resulted in great movies like Saw 2, but Book of Shadows is absolutely the playbook on how to do that horribly. And it is God awful. And it really upsets me because I feel like the framework for a good horror movie is in Book of Shadows, just making it fit into being a Blair Witch movie ruin the potential for what Book of Shadows may have eventually or was originally scripted as. Yeah, I never saw it. Yeah, you thought about that way more than I did. I never saw part two. I'm a a big horror movie guy, man. And like I said, Season of the Witch was the exact same thing. After two Halloween movies, they were like, we've got to keep this going. And John Carpenter was like, I don't have any more movies. They were like, oh, well, we've got this one. Mike Myers isn't in it, but we'll just call it Halloween 3. And it was terrible. I, I don't, uh, I didn't, I legit, I swear to God, did not know that Blair Witch had a sequel until... Two sequels, brother. Yeah, that right now, I'm I'm today years old when I learned that it has a second sequel. I'm today, I'm right now years old when I just found out that I had a, I didn't know, I didn't know I had a third sequel, I didn't know a second sequel, I didn't fucking know. Uh, I, I didn't yeah, they, know that I had part two. Because until, there shouldn't be a sequel. Uh, correct. Absolutely. Correct. Correct. I didn't know that I had a sequel until probably like ten years ago, and I and then ten years later, which is right now, at the time of this recording, <laughs> I'm learning there was a part three. I have no fucking idea, so I skipped the fuck. I skipped this movie, man. Uh, but it was an attempted big budget like remake um, of the original that they tried to keep a secret until and told people they were viewing something else, and then when the movie and then they were literally watching it when they found out it was a Blair Witch movie, and it still sucked. Oh. God, that's awful. All right, uh, DeBono, what do you got for number three, brother? Uh, so my number three was um, one of the two movies that I had in mind when I came up with this idea for an episode, and it ended up becoming number three for a reason I will get to later, but coming in with a 0% critics rating on Rotten Tomatoes, my number three is Highlander 2, The Quickening. Nice. Ooh. Um, and I will get to why it is number three instead of being higher on my list in a second. But this movie, okay, so uh, like I said, 0% critics rating. Um, it's as opposed to the original that's got a 69%. Um, ah, 69. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was an absolute just 
Triceratops turd of a movie from top to bottom, from the fact that they made the Immortals aliens uh, to the fact that they just kept fast forwarding further and further through time. And we had to watch Connor McCloud like slowly age to the fact that there was some weird half-assed attempt at social commentary and the fact that the major plot point in the movie is the fact that the ozone layer is completely depleted. And so they create a shield that, that goes on top of the ozone layer to help earth. Um, it was just absolutely terrible. Top to is bottom, this, beginning to end. One Connery's back for and makes no sense that he's back. Yeah, well, no, well, uh, so at the end of the first one is he wins the prize and he chooses to age slowly so he'll eventually die on Earth. So he, he gets old over the course of this one. I think you're thinking of Endgame, the one where they also brought in the guy from the TV show. Okay, because I vaguely remember there's been a How Did This Get Made episode, I think, on the sequel. And yeah, it, yeah it's, but, just, it, but it's probably good. So it was just absolutely terrible. John C. McGinley is in it doing this really terrible voice where he tried to make his voice as low and as deep as possible, and it just makes it comically bad. Um, it's, it's just awful, awful, awful. And I was going to have it higher until I was reminded of the fact and what saved it while still not being great, but what made it go to number three instead of being higher on my list is there was a cut later uh, called the Renegade Cut, eventually remade as the special edition cut in 2004 that fixed a lot of the things that made this movie bad. Unfortunately for them, so many people saw it when it was absolutely terrible. They went back and they, there, was a, there was tons of footage left on the editing room floor. When you watch the original there's a fight scene that is very obviously in two different locations that they make seem like one fight scene because they just edited these two longer fight scenes together into one. And you can very blatantly tell that they were two different things that they edited together. They eventually go back, put both of them in, change the ending. Um, what is really spectacularly bad about this movie is there is an ending that was only released in Europe for one week what because it was so, so no, I, I, I'm not even kidding. You could look this up. It was in Europe. They released this, they released it with an ending for like one week and it was so bad and so cheesy that they pulled it and then sent them copies with a different ending. But occasionally when you catch it on TV, you can still see it with this really bad ending that is literally two of the main characters hugging each other in outer space and turning into light beams and like disappearing. Bruh, that's hilarious. I'm not even kidding. I, that is a very real ending to Highlander 2. The original cut of this movie is quite honestly one of the worst things that the that the population of this earth has ever been subject to especially after highlander one being so much ridiculous fun to watch i even love the bad accents they're like hey sean connery yeah you be a spanish guy this makes sense <laughs> and it's yeah, but i love love highlander and i watch the tv show and i love it but this movie is terrible and so yeah my number three highlander two the quickening all right all right, I'll take your word for it again. I've never even seen Highlander 1. 
I, it seems oh, like something dude, so much fun. fun. I, I see it's so much. It fun. seems like something I would like, but I just I never got around to it. Oh, um, you would love it, dude. You would love it. Yeah. Uh, and Sean Connery, by the way, not not the most unbelievable Spaniard. Uh, let us not forget <laughs> Russell Crowe in uh, in Gladiator. He was also a quote unquote <laughs> Spaniard. Uh, di- didn't even try. Did not even fucking try with an accent. For, <laughs> didn't even try. <laughs> Uh, well, you can. The only redeem is that at that time there was no such thing as the Spanish accent. At that time in Rome, sure, okay. he would actually have a more accent. He would more than likely, if he was a Spaniard, had been a Muslim. Well, that's what I'm saying. So why ha- why He'd call him Spaniard? So why call him Spaniard? Yeah, he should have been a more. There's right? no fucking point because Muslim doesn't sell. <laughs> oh. Use that word. You know that. It's a dirty word in America. He could become a president. He could be fucking doing in the movie. Uh, <laughs> totally joking, by the way. If not fucking, just totally joking. Uh, all right. Um, my number three is um, my only action movie. Actually, it's my second action movie, but it's it's. Quite frankly, the original was one of my all-time favorite movies. And it's not a great movie, but it's one of my all-time favorite movies. And one of the original one, it had everything growing up as a kid that I wanted, which is action movies. I think I know what yours is. And titties. And I fucking love this movie. Oh, never mind. Actually, I don't even think there were titties. Uh, uh, but the uh, my number three is Universal Soldier, The Return. Uh, where it's, there's a sequel to Universal Soldier, brother. There's like four fucking sequels to Universal Soldier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's fucking. It's a lot. It's a lot. I know. I know for a fact they have two sequels. I may. I there might be a third sequel. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not four. I think was maybe a stretch, but I know for a fact there was two. There was a Universal Two: The Return, and then there was another one after that. And I think there was a. I think there was part four that had nothing to do, but parts two and three, or parts two and four, I think it was, has Jean Claude Van Damme in the fucking movie. Here's here you're gonna love this one. Uh, the the bono. actually Wagner too. You're a wrestling fan. Universal Soldier Two. The main baddie in this one is fucking Goldberg. I did know oh, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So he's the main bad That's guy. That's where he met his wife. Yeah, so I'm thinking to myself, as a fucking young kid, I'm thinking to myself, I love the original, one of my favorites, Van Damme. I'm a Van Damme fanatic. I fucking adore Van Damme movies, even when they're not good. I was like, I don't give a fuck. This movie's amazing. He, he does a split. You did Mount Rushmore of Van Damme That's, movies. That is correct. Uh, he is the shit. I love him, right? And then you get part two, and they're like, we're going to throw in Goldberg. I'm like, I love wrestling. I love Goldberg. <laughs> this is fucking made for me thank you universal uh and then i'm assuming it's universal i don't know uh and then they fu- i watched the movie and i go what the fuck am i what like it was so fucking bad i could actually say that i finished watching this movie barely the next sequel after that the van damme was in i forgot was recent was maybe like six seven years ago and that movie i tried watching and i and he's now the the antagonist in the in the last chapter of it and the latest chapter of it he was the antagonist and i it was it was like trying to be trippy and like oh fucking flashing lights and all this and i i don't i could i could have finished watching the movie i was like i this is one of the only van damme movies that i started watching that i did not finish was universal soldier part 13 whatever the fuck it was uh but part two was so bad 
I watched this in theaters. I remember buying a fucking movie ticket, like excited, like oh my god, it's fucking the the, the return. He's he's, he's going to be back. The Van Damme. Is a, and it was such a shit fucking movie. It was bad on all fronts. It was just I, what I did appreciate though. What I did appreciate though is that his character is much more of a they gave him more of a personality so they let van damme be more of a normal guy not just a quote-unquote badass they let him like he you know he took like uh he had some funny lines i'm like oh okay that was funny that was like they made him human i i I appreciated that but just the rest of the plot and the rest of the movie was just fucking god awful not bro there's so many universal soldier movies (laughs) there's a made for tv movie with burt reynolds that is non-canonical, they would like you to know. No. There's, yeah, well, <laughs> is it in the Legends universe? <laughs> there's there's Universal Soldier Regeneration. That's the one. That's and, the one he was in. The last one he was in. And then there's, and then, no, he was in Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning after that in 2012. Jesus Christ. So many. With Dolph Lundgren. That's the one, yes. Because it was. Yeah, you were saying, David, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I just feel like they're like going back and forth with the Terminator franchise with like calling dibs on like the subtitles of films. It's like, and they've got Day of Reckoning. What can we come up with? Has anybody called Genesis yet? What about Genesis with a Y? Genesis. Do we got Genesis? Anybody got Genesis? Uh, yeah, no. I uh, yeah, I remember watching both those, uh, and they they kind of bleed together because I never finished watching either of those last two that Van Damme was in. And I remember thinking to myself, oh wait, but this one's gonna be good because it has Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren uh, coming back, and it's just which is totally stupid. If you watch fucking part one, why? How can? All right, never mind. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's just have Dolph Lundgren back in. I guess. Oh. Just addendum, by the way, there's two made-for-TV movies also in the universe. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. There's so many. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, yeah, the um, the the uh, Universal Soldier franchise uh, of movies is like the Simpsons franchise of video games. There's so there's 22 versions of it. We got 22 other fucking versions. If you don't like that one. Yeah. Three? How many words? Twenty-two. All right. So number threes were Jaws four. Uh, what is this? A uh, Blair Witch two, Highlander two, and Universal Soldier: The Return. Uh, all right. So let's start off. Let's go to our number twos. Round two. Dose the sequel to Uno. All right, David, hit me, brother. What do you got for number two? All right. This one is just horrible, and, you know, it's mind-boggling when you think about it. It's a sequel to an incredibly popular film that took, I think, 20 years to make the sequel, which is crazy in retrospect. Chinese Democracy by Guns N' Roses? (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) Independence Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, <laughs> you guys oh just everybody God, just David, goes <laughs> the bomb the the beam came down shattered down. <laughs> hey, there's, there's video footage somewhere of David's house exploding right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and the, uh, that movie's bad. Oh, there you go. You're oh, back. Okay. There you go. Okay, sorry about that. Um, anyway, Independence Day, incredibly fun movie. It's a, you know, wonderful summer film, lots of quotable lines, all that. So 
they take 20 years to make the sequel, which I'm sure, you know, a bunch of studio politics, study we don't need to get into. Um, and everyone's excited. Oh, yeah, Independence Day wasn't fun. So this is going to be in the same vein. It'll be, you know, it'll be, you know, cheesy fun and all that. And it was not at all. It was, I was sitting there thinking, God, they're just, you know, misfiring on every level. It was one of those examples to where you could tell they had to cut out so much. Like, just, they just threw shit against the walls, like, okay, we'll fix it in editing. And they didn't fix it in editing. They just chopped it up and hacked it. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this movie is so bad. I need another 30 minutes of it to make it even palatable. Um, and the way it ends, it ends in an obvious attempt, like, oh, this is going to be a great, you know, success, but we're going to make another one of these. And no, they, they're not going to make another one of these. It just ends to where it's like, Oh yeah, well I guess we're gonna have to wait another twenty years to where the stink of this one fades off. Yeah, it didn't look good. I gotta be honest with you. I I watch I, I didn't watch this movie. I, I love the original. I think the original's a little overrated, but uh, I get it. It's good. It's a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Um but I saw the commercials for this, the trailers for this, and I when I heard that um that pretty much nobody was coming back, like Will Smith wasn't coming back. Well, Everybody came back except Will Smith and Randy Quaid, and of course Randy Quaid's an insane person, and Will Smith was probably like, yeah, absolutely not. But and Will Smith, part, Will Smith loves a fucking back. sequel. Will Smith loves a fucking. He's like dipping his toes into every sequel he can make, uh, just to get back into that yeah. money. But uh, if if he say no to this, there's a reason, fellas. There's a reason. We shouldn't. We probably shouldn't yeah. watch this. Probably shouldn't be made. Well, that's the thing with um, Will Smith, because he was supposed to be in, what was it, Django? And yeah. um, he has a group with them that assess the risk-reward for the roles he does, of how much money he can make versus what it will do to his public image or his future mm-hmm. earnings and stuff. And that's Why how he ended up not in the, the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. He is a very calculated, smart dude. I big up to to the Fresh Prince. Yeah, but and also he should have done Django though. But, he's but the also anti, he should have done yeah, Django. Yeah, no, but he's the <laughs> he's the anti Samuel L. Jackson that will take any role that you will give him. Like Will Smith tried to make himself, and it's others that Will Smith is. When was the last time he had anything uh, like controversial? Like. He's so good. Like, there's so many movies he could have done, like Django, where he'd be like, oh, a little bit controversial. Look at him stretch his wings. But could you see anyone but Jamie Foxx as Django? Like, yeah, Will Smith. Devona, yeah. you're <laughs> muted. Yeah. Devona's muted, so it's... Uh, uh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I can see Will Smith. I love Django. Django's my favorite, literally my favorite Tarantino movie, and I think Jamie Foxx was great, but I could also see Will Smith in that role. I don't know. Now I feel like I'm playing that fucking game. Am I racist? Like, I feel like I'm just like, uh, is that racist? I don't know. I can see him in the fucking movie. Uh, I mean, look, it's one of the most quotable, can't be quoted movies there is. So good. It's so quotable. (laughs) And so much of it you can't quote. You just have to eat it and be like, oh, yeah, remember that one? Can we just agree that the hoods, while in theory, were a good idea, but it's just not practical? Can we just agree that the hoods were not, the holes are all over the place. You know, fuck y'all. My wife so, did hard so work hard. 
<laughs> so Will Smith has got a company out there that are like a group of people that are assessing risk reward. They told him not to do Morpheus and Django, but they let him make what was that movie made with the sun after Earth? Yeah. Yeah. He did um he did Wild Wild West instead of the Matrix. Because of the <laughs> movie. Hey, Act three, giant robotic movie. spider. You know what? Somebody got fired. Yeah. I don't say so, somebody. Wild somebody from that group got fucking fired. Somebody who was accessing. He's like, oh, the risk reward. You shouldn't do Morpheus, but you should do Wild Wild West. Like whoever the fuck said that to him got fired. That they're no longer on the team. They got. They got to be. I mean, that's a sacrificial hey, land. Hey, but Ken, Kenneth Branagh got duped too. So. <laughs> what was the um, what was the lead main song to come out of the Matrix? Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah, what's the main song to come out of Wild Wild West? Do you think <laughs> that the Matrix the they're going to allow Will Smith to get a number one hit while he's there? <laughs> that's that's good management. I don't that's think that happens. I, don't, I, I, I think if you ask him, I think he'd rather go back and rewrite history, man. Product. I don't know, but all right. So that song was huge. So Independence Day two. All right, we got that. Uh, Wagner, what do you got for number two, brother? Number two, my pick is Rocky Five. Um, Yeah, I knew somebody was going to bring it up. It's so bad that I honestly, it's the first time I've acknowledged its existence in a long time. Um. You took the idea of a Rocky who has conquered the Cold War. He ends the Cold War in one punch. The Cold War ends. He lets everyone know that if we can be cool, you guys can be cool, we can all be cool, and we're done. There's world peace. And he follows that up with a fucking street fight. But that street and fight was dope. Even a, that street fight no, was fucking not. dope. No. That street fight was fucking dope. Fuck that. Sorry, well, man. I know. Yeah. I know. Neary and I are in the minority uh, here, yeah. but that street fight was dope. That street fight was Don't dope. That whole fucking scene. I'm telling you, first, look. I will. I will. I will gladly acknowledge and say, as a huge Rocky fan, I am a fucking. It's in the intro. The fucking uh, the, of the of the podcast. I'm a huge Rocky fan. I will gladly acknowledge that it is by far the weakest link, the weakest installment of the Rocky franchise. No doubt about it. If so, if you have, you know, those of us who have kids understand this. If you have multiple kids and they call you from school one day and they be like, uh, "Hey, this is your kid's school," you'd be like, "Which one?" Like, I know, I know exactly who fucked up. What did he do now? Like, I know Rocky Five is the <laughs> yeah. weakest fucking link. I get it. I understand, but <laughs> it's still a good fucking movie. I like this movie. I don't give a fuck, man. That Street Fight was dope. The fight that he had, the fight, the whole story that he had with his son that he wasn't bonding with his son. I think that was fucking good, and it gave us that line when he said. And this is so funny because if you don't know the movie, you don't know the movie. But he says, uh, when uh, he's getting called out by Tommy the Machine Gun, and then the guys in the diner go, "Hey, Rock, you need any, any help?" And he go, "Nah, they say no pie eating contest." That shit is so fucking funny because <laughs> he's about to go. He's getting fucking called out. He's broke as fuck. Doesn't have any fucking money. He's playing a ping pong game at a shitty bar in Philadelphia, and he's still throwing shit at the fat guys who are just trying to help him out. Like that's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> To me, now nah, this ain't no piety contest. But go ahead, shit on the movie. I know you're gonna, but everybody does. But I just, I love this movie. I had to say my piece, man. But go ahead and shit on. And the movie. we're still made to believe a white dude is supposed to be the best boxer in the world. Like when he, hey, Rocky Marciano, whooped Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Stallone had Joe Lewis. 
Stallone could have taken any boxer he wanted to say, okay, this is going to be the guy in this film that's going to be my protege, and then we're going to, then he's going to turn on me, and then I'm going to ultimately beat him. He takes another white dude. And yeah, again, but do you understand? Have, have, have you ever heard the Chris Rock line about Rocky Four? No. Two white guys fighting for the heavyweight championship. Boy, that's Spielberg something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it could have gone the other way. And it, can you see the racial tension? With picking a black protege and then the black protege turns on him, like oh what well, we get we got we we can't fuck it we all going like there's a there's, there's a social thing where you like there's a social commentary there where you like if he if he would have picked a black guy casted a black guy to then turn on him it, it now it creates a thing of like oh really the black guy's gonna turn on oh, you yeah, just so it's, it. a, it's a whole thing dude <laughs> and and to be fair we did have in real life Rocky Marciano Klitschko is uh fucking white I mean he's European white so he's like real white you know that's a whole other level of white no, uh, yeah, Klitschko's from like the ghettos of Eastern Europe yeah but he's yeah, still, this still is white still like late 80s yeah, early 90s when... that is a different level of scary is the folks who survived <laughs> the communist crush yeah um like he survived the, well, here's Ukraine. what I do know with that fight is that, okay, he ruins his boy's career because there's no coming back from you let an old man whoop your ass in an alley. Like, Rocky should have done the right thing for that kid's career and laid the fuck down. Pride what? is a motherfucker. <laughs> and Rocky should have just been like, look, I'm going to look out for the future of this sport, for the future generation. Because you think about it, Jared, let's look at this from a Sports Center Stephen A. Smith thing. All right, we find out that top boxer here gets his. All right, we find out that um, uh, so uh, Dante Wilder gets his ass whooped by old ass George Foreman behind a bar. That's good for his <laughs> career. Like it's over. You never recover from yeah, but George uh, George Foreman whooped your ass, and he's an old man. Like Rocky should have done the right thing and just take it, get your licks in, you know, be like, listen, let me get my shit in. I'm going to get a couple of them. I'm going to get a rally, but I'm going to let you go over. Pass the torch. He's a shitty dude. No, Pass this isn't, this torch. isn't wrestling. You don't fucking, but you don't go out on a, on your back. No, no. He even told him he, we was like this, Tommy. We was like this, like two hands together. We was like this and he fucking, and he you came wanna- at him. He came at him again, dude. You want to know an ending for Rocky Five that could have tied back, to, you know, to previous films? You end it with a spot. You end it with a fight like him and Creed did at the end of Rocky Three. Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so empty gym. I put a. I put. I put Rocky Five. I think I kind of put in the same boat as like Transformers Two, where. One, well, one, I just, I do really enjoy that movie. And there's, there's an added element of having a son that will make you go back and relate to that movie um, even more. But two, it took a long time. I'm not claiming it happened like the next year, but the Rocky franchise came back, dare I say, stronger. Agreed. Rocky Balboa and the Creed movies are incredible. Yeah. No, it did take a while. It absolutely did. But man, like it, it, it came back as strong as it ever was. And what it, we missed out on is the movie uh, Tommy, where it after he's done got his ass whooped by an old man, and now 
He has no sponsors. No one believes in him. He's down on his luck. And that's the movie. It's, it's Rocky, Rocky Balboa Cobra Kai. ruined my life. Yeah, <laughs> Rocky ruined my life, and I'm going to kill Rocky. Well, and here's the thing. The entire movie plotting his death. Well, here's the thing. I, it's not even Rocky's <laughs> fault. It's not even Rocky's fault for for him losing his career. Because if you think about it, sure, Rocky won the fight, but he the one right his fault. He let his man whoop his ass. But however, the one who really beat. Tommy was eight. So if you think about it that way, I mean, who's, I mean, you know, not Wait, really his fault. Uh, Tommy Morrison still with us? No, 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 he died of age. That was the joke that I was making. <laughs> well, I, knew, I knew he had that age. I didn't know he had complete, He had already died of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, kid. Magic Johnson. Yeah, he doesn't have yeah, the Magic Johnson money, dude. On that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He was for a while yeah, claiming no, that he didn't I, have age. I knew. I knew this movie was going to come up. And like I said, it, I know that Neri and I are very much in the minority, but man, I like Rocky I Five. fucking love this movie, dude. I do. I enjoy this movie a lot. We was like this, Tommy, like two hands together. Oh, like two home fists. team. Home team. I, I think there's a lot, again, very much the weakest link in, in the franchise. Totally acceptable. Totally acknowledge that. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was the best Rocky or that it was better than two or three or any other one, but I, I rather enjoyed this movie i did i watch this movie often i do the rocky uh rewatch of the entire franchise quite often uh randomly it's not even once a year yeah it's not even like it's not even like oh it's been a year it's been like oh it's been six months that's cool let's watch it again like i'll just i don't give a fuck i'll just watch the whole movie the whole series again and i won't skip five there are there are rewatches that i i'll watch through you know the entire series of them and skip a couple here and there i i I tried rewatching um the entire uh star wars series and episode one Episode two, I was like, I'm out. I don't need to watch this. That's fine. Let's just move on. <laughs> that was uh, episode Attack of the Clones. I did the same where I did a complete watch through, including Clone Wars, Rebels, Solo, and Rogue One, the entire thing yeah. leading up to the fourth. And yeah, Attack of the Clones was, it. it oh, I have thoughts. Yeah, yeah did, dare, dare I say Phantom Menace aged better than Attack of the Clones. Legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Um. All right. So, Rocky Five, number Are two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the What do you got for uh, What do you got for number two, bro? My number two is a movie that came out in two thousand five that I swore to myself I would never watch because I love the original so much. I stand by the fact that I think it's one of the stars' best comedic works. I think that it's still very funny. Um, my ex-wife, it just showed up in the Netflix queue one day in the back when you actually had to get your Netflix mailed to you. And, um, it just showed up in the mail one day. And so I watched it and it is absolutely incredibly bad. My number two is son of mask. Oof. Oof. Oh, so, so son of mask starring Jamie Kennedy, who I'm not hating on. I, I enjoyed Jamie Kennedy. It was the, the Jamie Kennedy experience, right? His little yeah. prank TV show. I think that Mal, I, I, I don't know if I'm the minority or not. I think Malibu's most wanted is hilarious. So I just, but there was, I was like, there's no way, there's no way anybody can ever touch this and guaranteed. It's going to be somebody trying to be Jim Carrey and nobody can be Jim Carrey. And what we got was not only Jamie Kennedy trying to be Jim Carrey, but we got him conceiving a child while wearing the mask. So his child was born with the powers. 
It's absolutely terrible. This is a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, Wait, that's the fucking premise of the movie? Oh, dude, yeah, no, legit. The premise of the movie is he finds the mask and he wears it to a party and he's a cartoonist and his boss thinks that he's just putting on a show to sell a new cartoon that he that he wants to make. And so his boss is like, this is great. You get a promotion. We're going to turn this into a cartoon. Well, then he's so horned up about like getting a promotion from the mask. Him and his wife make a baby while he's wearing the mask and his child is born with the powers without having to put the mask oh, on fuck him and loki legitimately go to war over possession of his child like ray mysterio and eddie guerrero holy shit and and like they and he puts on the mask and they're like duking it out over who gets the kid and then they're like we both have the same powers let's just do it like when you're trying to see who gets the dog in a divorce and we'll just call them to us and there was this really fractured attempt at this lame ass story about uh, a dad realizing that he's got to be a good dad to his kids. It is just absolutely terrible. Uh, just from be- from top to bottom, like I said, Alan Cumming is in it playing Loki. That seems like it should be something that's great, and it's not. It was just god awful. And I did finish it. And it was just miserable. I, honest to God, don't even know if I chuckled one time the entire movie. It's just bad. It's rehashing old jokes. It's Jamie Kennedy trying to do Jim Carrey. It's just poor writing, poor production, poor everything. It is an awful movie. Can I just make... Hey, y'all remember Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> a couple of things. Couple, movies that kill people's career. Couple of things. Uh, uh, can we just talk about real quick? Alan Cummings. There's a second movie. He's uh, that's he he's he's been in two movies now on this fucking on this list. He's been in X three. What was the other one? He was X three, and now no, Nightcrawler wasn't in X three. Nightcrawler's not in X three. Oh, that was X two. Uh, you're right. You're right. One, that was X two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. didn't want to do the makeup again. And two, they thought that people would get confused if there were two blue characters. Fucking dummies. Uh, not even kidding. That's hilarious. I'm not. I'm not doubting you. I'm remembering <laughs> that now. Jesus. Uh, and and you're gonna like this, Debona. Uh, you know. Uh, when I've worked with uh, with Jamie Kennedy, he's been a nice guy, man. He was a real nice guy. Uh, we've texted back and forth a little bit. Uh, he makes fun oh, of himself. Oh, yeah, I, know, I know there it is. He makes fun of himself for <laughs> Son of Mask. He hates the Son of Mask. So, but I never knew that was a premise. I'm glad, man. I, I never knew that was a premise. I thought that Jamie Kennedy's character was the son of Jim Carrey's character, and that he found the nope. mask. That's what I thought I was gonna be. Nope. The son of mask is Jamie Kennedy's son who was conceived while he was wearing the mask. So he's born with Loki's power. Oh, uh, you know what? Now I'm interested to see where your number one is. Cause this is, this sounds pretty fucking <laughs> atrocious, man. This sounds really fucking bad. And I mean, how, I mean, from your description, had I seen this movie, this would make my number one, but fuck dude, this is really bad. There, there's, there's a very specific reason that my, there, there's a very specific reason that my number one topped this out. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's god awful. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but like, if you want to pour yourself just a big tall cup of rocks tequila that you like drinking, and you know, watch it, man. It's it's bad. You're gonna need to get a few drinks in you to make it through it. All right, uh, fuck, dude. How do you top that? Uh, my 
my my number two uh, is the first comedy on my list, and um, fuck, I don't, I, I think I should have gone before you uh, because I, I, it's not now. It's not going to be no matter how bad this movie is. That son of mask sounds atrocious. Uh, look, the original was great. I love the original. It snuck up on me. Didn't think it, the original was going to be good, but I saw it because the original also, like Son of Mask, had Jim Carrey in it. So I was like, I'm going to go see the sequel. Because oh. the sequel, I feel like it's going to be a good one too. And it's Evan Almighty uh, is my pick oh, for number two. Oh, God. Such that one is. Oh, that yeah. Movie. Forgot about that movie. Yeah. I thought you were going for the Ace Ventura sequel. No. Oh, see, I thought, I, I originally thought oh, you were going to go Dumb and Dumber 2. Or Dumb and Dumber, or whichever one was the. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But right now, we're talking about <laughs> Evan Almighty. Uh, oh yeah, that was Steve Carell, right? Correct, Steve. Car- you have yeah. Steve Carell. He's fucking. I mean, but it's just so dumb because while in while in the original movie, you have this guy, you have Jim Carrey who inherits the powers of God. He could fucking. He still looks like Jim Carrey, right? Even though he has the powers of God, and it turns out later on in the movie, we find out that he only had the powers of God for like six square blocks. Right. And um, and then and then in Evan Almighty, you literally have a guy whose beard keeps fucking growing and who has a fucking robe that magically comes on over his suit. And you're like, this is obvious that he's magical. Right. It's not even like, oh, like it's fucking obvious. This is a whole thing. Why are we pretending? And everybody's like, oh, this guy is crazy. No, bitch. You're literally seeing. His fucking beard magically grow fucking three feet long in front of your eyes. You don't think that, hey, maybe we should stop and listen to this motherfucker? Like, that doesn't occur to you? It's bananas to me. Like, this whole fucking premise is stupid. They could have picked another biblical character, and it would have been fucking fine. They could have just done the same thing, the same premise, but now it's Steve Carell. Like, he's also now got the powers of God. You don't have to go to another biblical character. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, so that's that's my rant about But they couldn't do the third one because the Southern Baptist killed him <laughs> that's exactly for being a heretic. Uh, that's <laughs> so fucking i just it's so dumb it's you ain't so coming dumb. to our goddamn fish fry <laughs> well and the, the thing with evan almighty was like you know there was that whole underlying thing with uh with bruce F, almighty. with that uh, wait bruce almighty thank you there was that whole underlying thing with bruce almighty where it was like look you know just be you know be uh, a thankful good person. for yeah, what be, you got yeah, good that person. whole thing be a good person for the point of being a good person with Evan Almighty it's like so uh, is God gonna kill everyone again is that what's happening just to like, teach one person just to teach just one to person teach a lesson? one guy a lesson <laughs> we're just gonna go ahead and wipe out the planet just just so this guy can learn the lesson that Jim Carrey learned by making uh, Jennifer Aniston titties bigger no, no, no. We're, we're, we're just going to kill six square blocks. It's just going to be it's just gonna be that square. Like, it's just, don't get crazy, Debona. It's just six square blocks. The whole premise is fucking dumb. But what I really want to get down to, David, were, did you just, did I hear you say that you thought When Nature Calls is a bad movie? I've never seen it, so I didn't I oh, know. No. When Nature Calls is funny, so. man. I think When Nature Calls, I, I, I literally like When Nature Calls more so than I like the original. And the original, I literally have a, a movie poster of the original in my fucking living room framed in my fucking, like, so I love the original, but part two is so God, fucking that's so good. Miami. Oh, that is so Miami. Did, did you have that when you met your wife? Like, and this is my framed no, picture? No, I got it. I, I, 
I know you're wet now. <laughs> <laughs> I got all, all the movie posters that I have in my living room, which is basically like uh, my, my what I try to make my theater room, my, my movie room. Uh, I have I got all of them while her and I were dating, which include uh, Gladiators, uh, Men of Steel, uh, Goodfellas, uh, Beauty and the Beast, and The Little Mermaid. Those are the ones I have. So. Okay. Okay. I'm going to answer it there. Worst movie the first time you're going to bring a a lady or a significant other man or someone who does not identify as any, but a person to the house possibly fornicate and or get to know better. Right. I'm going all in with the nuts that if you walk in and the person has an Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me poster on their wall, it's a bad situation that you may not want to continue with. <laughs> if they're like, check it out. Yeah, Austin Powers, right? Make you horny, baby. Like, you know you need to get out. Like, that is immediately... I'm going all fucking in with the nuts on an Austin Powers. Because Ace Ventura would be like, oh, fuck yeah. An Austin Powers one? That's just awkward. Yeah. Like, there's a whole lot of awkward... It's like in college, this kid got a tattoo. He thought he was so clever. But over his belly button, it was a monkey. But it was like the monkey's asshole. And it was like spreading it, and he showed it to me, and I just looked at it, and I looked at him, and was like, "You're gonna regret that." <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh man, no, it's funny." And I was like, I-, "I don't know how to try. I can't humor you on this. Sorry, yeah. Steve. Like it's a bad look. <laughs> that kid dropped out that semester. I might have made him drop out of college." <laughs> Uh, that's another story of. Uh, but let's be let's be honest. When you're getting monkeys pulling their butthole to show, like you're probably not headed for the fucking Carnegie. Yeah, and you probably don't have a six pack. Like that's probably not a thing, right? <laughs> no. Like you probably don't have, have a six pack. That's not not. Like, it's not like something that the ladies could like fucking overlook. Like, well, he's got a six pack. Sure, he's got a monkey anus on it, a tattooed on him, but he's got a <laughs> six pack, so I could just focus on a six pack. Like, no, no, that's uh, no, all right. No, so, no, no, it's just a monkey anus. <laughs> number so number two is we got Independence Day two, Rocky five, Son of Mask, and Evan Almighty. All right, uh, we got uh, a couple honorable mentions. Let's see here. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, all right, so we have uh, Dave Siegel from Four to One has Star Wars Episode One, Jaws Three D, Godfather Three, and Caddyshack Two. Uh, Chad Valdez has Jaws Two, Terminator Three, Alien Alien Three, and Star Trek Insurrection. Uh, three Rise of the Machines. No, Alien Three. No, no. Uh, he said Terminator Three and Aliens Three. Yes, uh, Terminator Three yeah, is Terminator Three drives the machines, and I'll defend that movie. I, I like yeah, movie like fucking I I fucking agree. Ends on such a down. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a great ending. I actually that's why I was wondering. I was like, he picked that one. No, Terminator Three. He could have picked Salvation, and he picked Terminator Three, which mm-hmm. I find weird. Um, Ryan Flint picked uh, uh, Blues Brothers Two Thousand. Uh, and oh. then when I pressed him for three other picks, because apparently his Mount Rushmore only has one president on it, uh, <laughs> his, uh, his other three picks are uh, for number three, The Next Karate Kid, which uh, I have never seen. Then he picked uh, yeah, Then he picked Anchorman 2, and he picked... Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. And then he picked... I think he meant Godfather 3 is all I can think. Yeah, because he put he Godfather. Godfather. Which is... 
right. Godfather Three isn't that bad. It's, it's just compared to the other two. Exactly, I, David. You and I have said I've said the same thing a million times in, in throughout my life. God, Godfather Three is not bad as a standalone movie. You just when you compare it to yeah. one of the greatest, two of the greatest films of all time. Yeah, and Sofia Coppola's acting is atrocious. But that's really the only bad part about that movie is her fucking acting. Um, Ishmael uh, Yano puts, um, he puts, uh, let me see here, uh, Grease 2 and Staying Alive. And I was asking for a while. Shitting all over Travolta. Yeah. (laughs) Funny thing about Grease 2 for all the How Did This Get Made heads, one of the funniest How Did This Get Made episodes was when they were with drunk Anna Ferris doing Grease 2 because it was June's favorite film. Literally one of the best episodes. I gotta go ever. check it out, man. I, I I love that podcast. I don't listen to it. Uh, I don't listen to every episode, but the, the episodes I've, I've heard are great. Um, but they need to quit with the four minute ads. ads. Sorry? Their ads are super long. Yeah. It's too long. Like, I got gotcha. you. You're making money. <laughs> yeah. As somebody, I don't listen to podcasts. As somebody... <laughs> As somebody who doesn't make any money, uh, who loses money making podcasts, I would love some long ass ads. Um, so Justin Conforti picked Dumb and Dumber Two, Now You See Me Two, Speed Two, Cruise Control, and Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two. Carlos Navarrete. Cruise Control was was one that I didn't put on there because I've never seen it. Correct, me too. Uh, because I, I knew better. I was like, "What? Wow, this is stupid. This doesn't. They don't go fast." Carlos Navarrete from Four to One picked Jaws: The Revenge, Terminator Genesis, Speed Two. And Mortal Fucking Combat too, uh, yeah. Annihilation. It was so Annihilation was really fucking <laughs> bad, dude. Um, John Evans picked Dumb and Dumberer, uh, the prequel. It was a prequel. Uh, Mortal Combat two, uh, D three, Mighty Ducks. I I remember liking that movie. Is that bad? Was that bad? D three. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Yeah, that's, that's the thing with D three. Yeah, and then he picked the next Karate Kid, which. Kudos to him for actually watching that shit. Um, Mark Hawkins picked Grease 2, Caddyshack 2, uh, any police yeah, academy. He said any police academy movie after the first, and I disagree with him wholeheartedly because uh, a lot of them are really good. Uh, I'll watch Mission to Moscow right now. That's part seven. Operation Miami Beach, man. That's right. <laughs> Operation Miami Beach, part five. I'll watch that shit all fucking day. Uh, and then his number one was Weekend at Bernie's 2. And I literally do not remember watching that movie. I know I've seen part one, but my, I don't remember watching part two. My wife brought that one up. And while it's, I, I just, like, the Weekend at Bernie's gag was dead halfway through the first movie. Like, so I didn't even want to, like, finish the first one. I agree. Uh, Alexa Castellanos puts uh, from four to one Jaws: The Revenge, uh, Home Alone three, uh, uh, Exorcist two, The Heteric, and Look Who's Talking Now. Uh, she gave really good yeah, reasons. I thought about the Look Who's Talking film. Yeah, uh, here's the thing. I was gonna pick uh, Home Alone. Like even another thing that I had was I don't like the Home Alone three pick for the reason that it wasn't the same cast. Like it, like it's right. totally that. I mean, that's uh, is that a really a sequel? That's it. That's a new movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Jamil uh, Leonard, Leonard, I'm sorry, puts from four to one. Jason goes to hell. Phantom Menace, Star Trek: Voyage Home, and Superman three. Honorable mentions to Jaws two, Transformers five, The Last Night. Kind of like that one, to be honest. He could have picked Time Out for peace, and he Time picked out. three. <laughs> 
he picked Star Trek for the Voyage Home, which is generally considered the best Star Trek film. Like, by far. Maybe six, well, two. I'll give you that. But, like, two, four, and six are considered, like, Above yeah. else. I've only seen two That's Star hard. Trek. I've only seen two Star Trek movies, and it was Nemesis and Wrath of Khan. Those are the two I've seen. So like, I don't the know. Best you and the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I can't. I have no dog in this fight. Uh, Yvette Larosa. Star Trek Five exists. Star that, Trek Five is considered the worst Star Trek film ever. Is that not Nemesis? Is Nemesis 5? It no, like no. Nemesis, Nemesis is the third TNG movie. Nemesis is pretty shitty. I gotta be honest with you. It's really fucking shitty. Yeah, Star Trek 5 is horrible. Uh, Ivela Rosa puts Halloween 2, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Amityville Horror 2, and The Exorcist 2. She literally picked like all said, horror movies. Uh, that's, 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 that's easy to do. Also, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is not bad at all. Dude, Nightmare on Elm Street, I haven't seen it, but I saw a documentary. I haven't seen it in, in decades, but I saw a documentary of all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and this is where Gay Freddy, right? We're talking about Gay Freddy? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, got the, it's got the very direct gay subtext. Maybe yeah. not even subtext. I, don't no, think I, that's, I think that's just context. Yeah, I think that's just uh, plot. Um, <laughs> Dave Uyoa puts The Last Jedi. Uh, from 4 to 1, he puts The Last Jedi, uh, Speed 2. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. The Jedi's good. I agree. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I loved The Last Jedi. One of, uh, is up there on my list. Uh, so, yeah, he wrote this whole reason that I'm not going to read. Um, uh, speed, number <laughs> three. You, number three, Speed 2. Uh, number two. Oh. It, 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 felt, it felt different than the rest of them. It's a That's a pretty good Dave impression for somebody who's never listened to the podcast. Like, I don't like Rose. Why does a female have to hold a lightsaber? Uh, the last one, not so much. Traditionally male. Uh, the last one, not so much, but everything else. Getting his due. But everything else, he did pull that whole thing. Um... Transformers: <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, here's my problem with Revenge. Of, here's my problem with his picking Revenge of the Fallen because I have it too. Well, yeah, I have it too. But my problem is that you picked it. Yeah, here's the problem with that, that I have with David picking it because I know him personally. He doesn't like any of the Transformers movies, so he's just picking it for the sake of picking it. Like, <laughs> he just the, picked like, one in, in the wheel. Yeah, like he literally. Yeah, he's one. told me. Mo- key. He's told me multiple times where he goes, uh, "Part one was okay." And that's not the whole like the whole premise of the of the of the episode. The topic is bad sequels to good movies. And if you think a movie's okay, for him to have it as his number two, really, I think it's just a shot at me because I like the Transformer movies. Um, and his number one is The Sting Two, which is really oh, that is, oh that is bad. I didn't especially compared to the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last, the last uh, user uh, user mention here is Chip Val- uh, Valentine uh, from my boy f- from four to one. I was gonna say I don't I don't recognize it. Normally, it's the same people commenting on my shit, Dude, but it's been my been my best friend since t- nineteen ninety seven. Oh fuck? shit! Fuck! I'm High sorry. School, bro. Sorry to hear that, Chip. Uh, number four from four to one. We have Exorcist two, Superman four, uh, Cannonball Run two, and Book of Shadows Blair Witch oh. two. So honorable mention to Look Who's Talking Two and Three, which part two is actually fucking good. I don't know what the fuck his problem with is with Look Who's Talking <laughs> Two, but we're gonna move on. Uh, honorable mentions, David, hit me up, brother. What do you got for honorable mentions? Um, 
Yeah, like I've had to do some reshuffling. I'm going to do Rocky Five. Rocky Five was going to be my first one, but since y'all discussed it, I did some shuffling. So I'll go ahead and put Rocky Five up. Honorable mention. Y'all defended it well. I can see your perspective. We don't need shit on it anymore. So yeah, Rocky Five's my honorable mention. All right, uh, Wagner. Uh, my honorable mention. This oh man, I wanted to put it on there, but. Um, does anyone know Star Wars? Oh, he said Star Wars, and he he got cut off. I, I hope he says uh, Episode Four. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it was like no, Empire, Strikes <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> That'd be fantastic if he was like, "Fuck Episode Four. I don't like the original. <laughs> That'd be fucking great." Yeah, yeah, he's coming. George Lucas here. was like, "Nope, not having this anymore." They already <laughs> shit on a couple of them. Very <laughs> Okay, I'm back. All right, all right. What were you saying? Star. We heard Star what Wars. The hell just happened. All of a sudden, it said hosts is it call. Yeah, you like, said what? Star Wars, and then it went off. So we figured George Lucas had censored you. <laughs> Damn you, Kathleen Kennedy! <laughs> You're shitting on my hopes. So, so um, Attack of the Clones. Uh, there you go. Everything, the first one catches hell, and yes, are you an angel is one of the lamest lines ever uttered. Try spinning. But, but as as you guys will say with the um, like the Rocky Five defense, I will defend Phantom Menace for the Qui Gon Obi Wan Dark Maul lightsaber fight. Yep, yes sir. Yep. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I will um, defend Yoda versus Dooku and um, Attack of the Clones. I loved it. I can't. I can't deal with the love arc of that movie. It's so bad. So oh, the awful. acting. It's the acting, dude. It's, it's just yeah. the act. It's not even the story or the love arc. It's the acting in that love arc. It's so bad. Hold me like you hold me by the lake in the boo. I was like, oh fuck you. Like it's just so <laughs> bad. Dude. All just like it, it's so creepy. Like Anakin's whole thing is basically just like. I'm going to force you into this relationship by never shutting up about it. Like, it's almost like he just browbeats her into being like, fuck it, I'll give him a piece of pussy to shut the fuck up. Oh, like, God, it's so fun. funny. It's so, it's, it's, it's so like, bad. I hate the shit. I literally had me and Jeff, we were doing a rewatch, and me and my other friend, my, my best friend Jeff, we had the same joke, but we didn't know about it because we weren't watching it together, but we were watching it like a week apart. And he says, I hate sand. It gets in everywhere. And we both thought of the same punchline. We're like, especially my vagina. Like, oh, stop being such a bitch, dude. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You're complaining the whole fucking movie, you whiny bitch. Like, Jesus. It's, 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 the it's acting a matter is of like how Obi-Wan still kept with them. That Obi-Wan at some point is like, you know what? I can't fucking deal with this. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, chosen one. I get it, but it would have um, been funny if Obi Wan would have been like, "Look, I know I made a fucking death a death pack, and I know I fucking told him that I'll take care of it. Uh, fuck it, I, I can't, I can't do it. I'm sorry, I'm fucking out of here." <laughs> no, no. You know what? You want me to say it? You want me to fucking say it, mate? You were right. Okay. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great? He knocks up. He knocks up. Fucking this chick, right? He knocks up. Uh, whatever her name is. He fucking knocks her up. Uh, Padme, and then and then they call him in because they're gonna go. We're gonna put you on the console, right? He's like, "What? Yeah, we're gonna make you." He's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna get made." And then he walks in there and he sees an empty room, and then he's like, "Oh shit!" And then he takes a fucking lightsaber <laughs> to the face. <laughs> 
he takes a lightsaber <laughs> to the face <laughs> and then he gets and then obi-wan gets a phone call and then he's like what what happened and he's like it, it ha- it's over what? No, it's it's over. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? No, it's, it's, over. it's nothing over. we can do about it. There's nothing we can do about it. That's right. <laughs> that would have been the perfect ending to fucking Anakin. Oh, to oh, fucking just the worst. Um, Rolling Stones played. Debona. Uh, <laughs> honorable mentions, brother. Um. So uh, I limited myself to one horror movie. So this one made it to honorable mention. Uh, it was mentioned just briefly. Exorcist Two: The Heretic is a god awful sequel to an incredible horror movie. Um, Wall Street: Money Never Sleeps. Never saw uh, it. Is oh terrible, and I love Wall Street, and it was just awful, awful. Uh, U.S. Marshals, the sequel to The Fugitive. Uh, if you've never seen it, uh, oh, seen is it. bad. Seen it. And um, this was, and my last honorable mention was actually originally my number four before I realized it didn't get theatrical review. But I'm going to say it just because a lot of people don't know it exists, and that's American Psycho Two, All American Girl so with bad. Mila Kunis. Yeah, and so it bad. is, it is, it is terrible, and it falls into that vein of Book of Shadows and some of the other stuff we've talked about, where it wasn't supposed to be an American Psycho movie, but they tagged on this Patrick Bateman subplot so they could promote it as American Psycho Two, and it is god awful. Yeah, I, I because Brady Sinellis wanted money. Yeah, yeah, I am one of those people that did not know this movie existed until until I started doing research for this episode. So I had no idea this movie existed, and it was it was my number four until I realized it was a straight to DVD sequel. And Mia Kunis uh, panned it. She 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 said uh, she hates the fucking movie. She hates everything about it, and uh, that's not a good sign when the fucking lead. Well, she hated was, everything about it except for that paycheck. She yeah. was already filming it when it was just called All American Girl. It was they were filming it already when they decided to call it American Psycho Two and then recut it to feature the Patrick Bateman stuff, who's not even played by Christian Bale. Fuck that. Uh, all right, so well, uh, I mean, straight to DVD money. Don't get Batman. <laughs> my uh, my honorable mention is uh, was the one that was contention for my number four that I didn't want to put because there was already too many superhero movies. Is Amazing Spider-Man Two. Uh, so that's, that's oh, shortly. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought about Spider Man Three, but I've never actually seen it. But I was just so angry about that. All right. Movie. So my daughter's eight years old, and she is infatuated with the character of Venom. She fucking loves it. She loves the the movie Venom with Tom Hardy. She loves. She fuck. I've given her a couple comics of Venom. Like I've read through them before. I give it to her to make sure they're it's okay for a fucking eight year old. Uh, and she she has like Funko Pops of Venom all that shit. There. We're going through my movie collection. In uh, an I'm on the Apple TV, and I pass by. Uh, oh no, no, we watch. Uh, she watches Spider Man Two, which again, I don't. I hate fucking Spider Man Two, but I know I'm in a minority in that one. I think it's vastly overrated. Yeah, and yeah, then me too. And at, while we pick Spider Man Two, it says in the uh, underneath it says, "Oh, people also liked. You know, people also watched this record. You know, fucking similar movies." And Spider Man Three was there, and it had the fucking picture on the cover of Spider Man with Venom, like that duo shit. And she's like, "I want to see that movie." And I told her, "I go listen." I had to explain to her how different universes, different movie universes work, and this has nothing to do with the movie you've already seen that was filmed 20 years later. Like, I had to explain that to an eight-year-old, <laughs> and then I showed her fucking uh, Spider-Man 3, and as much as she was trying to tell me that she liked it, she didn't finish watching it. Like, when the fucking fight scene came, she was like, I, she just walked away. Like, that's a fucking bad movie when an eight-year-old who is a fan of the character just walks away during the fight scene of the movie. She's like, I'm 
just I'm done. Um, but we're squashing over the awesome part of this eight-year-old that then went back and said they liked it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they walked away from it and still had the gall to be like, "No, nah, pretty good flick." Yeah, it's- <laughs> I told you it was a big deal. It's a good flick. Like, what is yeah, it? Yeah, she's. Uh, I love her. Uh, all right, so. Uh, let's go ahead and do number ones. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. All right, David, hit me up, brother. What do you got for number one? All right. This is one that I saw the midnight release. Was really excited about seeing it when it came out. And I fell asleep through the climax of the movie when, you know, all the action is supposed to be happening because I was like, this movie is god awful boring. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Nice. All right. Like, I love Raiders of the Lost Ark. Don't really care for Temple of Doom. Love Last Crusade. All right. New Indiana Jones movie. I'm all in. Let's go see this. The premise is kind of out there, what they're trying to find. You know, okay, it could have been, you know, something more interesting than aliens and all that shit. Um, but I'm like, it's just, it, it reminds me of the mid 2000s so much in that it's just like, it's just there. There's nothing to it. There's nothing interesting about it. <laughs> it's it's just, just there. I like it's that. It's just there. That's how I view that time in my life. And it's just like, I was so mad and angry when I left that theater. I don't, I've never seen it since. And there hasn't been another Indiana Jones film since. And I don't really want to see Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones again. Um, yeah, this movie just left such a horrible taste in my mouth. I, I remember, so I remember going into that and just having no idea that like the reveal was going to be aliens and just being so disappointed. Just, just one thousand percent disappointed. It was like it felt like such a cop out. Like for everything, like even Temple of Doom, to this much of an extent, had some historical legacy to it. You know, like with the way that the movie was put together, and it just felt so lazy for it to just be like, oh, yeah, it's aliens. And I was like, ah, no, fuck this movie. Yeah. And here's another thing. Indiana Jones, not a great archaeologist. He's a grave robber, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> if you listen to it, it belongs in a museum. If you want yeah. to get an archaeologist pissed off, bring up ancient aliens. Because all <laughs> ancient aliens is is just pissing on these cultures that actually yeah. with something, and you're completely discrediting it that they were able to build the pyramids or build these, you know, civilizations. Because they weren't. So a movie about ancient aliens, yeah, I'm not about it at all. Ancient aliens loves to be like, do you really think a bunch of prehistoric brown people could have done this? (laughs) It must be aliens. (laughs) There's no way they could. I I took one archaeology class in college, and a professor ranted on that for a good five, ten minutes. I'll never forget it. I'm like, you know what? He's right. He no, he's not. 
All right, so here's the thing. I didn't not, watch. Absolutely, it's alien. I it took it took <laughs> years. It took years for me to watch this movie because I was like, I don't want to watch. Like it's just one of those things where it doesn't seem interesting. It doesn't seem good, and then it got trashed universally. It got panned so bad by everybody that you go, oh, okay, it's not good, right? You move on with your life. That's I remember. I remember um, oh, what's his name? Shia LaBeouf is either at the VMAs or the no, it's the MTV Movie Awards. That had to be the Movie Awards, I guess. Um, he was like, "Hey, I've got some breaking news. I can reveal what the new name of the new Indiana Jones movie is going to be because I'm in it. Whatever, it's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull." And people legit thought it was a joke. <laughs> he, thought he was like doing a bit. And when that got revealed, like, you know, because it was time to when the embargo of the name was released, so a bunch of other news sites started reporting it. I distinctly remember the comment, again, this is 2006 before Twitter and all this, everything. I remember comments on the, on the page were like, is this a joke? What? No, this can't <laughs> be the name of the movie. Well, I, I didn't watch it forever. It took me a long time to watch it. I finally watched it maybe two years ago, and it was only because, again, my friend and and uh, co-host David likes the movie. He's a huge Indiana Jones fan to the effect that he literally wears a fedora. Not ironically, he literally wears a fedora in real life because he loves Indiana Jones so much. Again, this is not a joke. This is an actual thing. And so he was like, no, it was a good movie. So I had heard so many bad things about the movie that when I finally did watch it, again, only to appease my friend, the, the refrigerator thing is fucking batshit stupid. And then I got batshit stupid. First thing in the movie. Yeah, yeah, the first thing in the movie. And then, and then when it gets to the monkeys, I literally asked my friends. I was like, everybody talks about the fucking refrigerator, but nobody can. How come nobody warned me about how stupid the fucking monkey thing is? Like that's that's pretty fucking stupid. About that until you brought it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But here's the thing. Ultimately, at the end, I go. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I again, I am not an Indiana Jones diehard fan like you guys are. I I don't care either way. I I like the movies. I don't think they're the greatest thing on earth, but I don't think they're bad. They're okay for me. But I understand some people like you, David, and and my other friend David. As a matter of fact, his name too is David. Uh, I'm not a huge fan. I get. I like the first and the third one, dude. You watched. You did a midnight viewing i'm gonna go ahead and say you're a fucking I fan midnight, i did midnight viewings for all the big releases at that time yeah so I, I, that was just because i like david didn't movies. have a whole lot going on at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go i will say the funnest midnight movie i ever saw was at the same time might have been the same year snakes on a plane midnight showing in Tuscaloosa. It was a damn party in that theater. Hell yes, it was. I was there too, and that was before I knew David. But what, I, what movie? What <laughs> yeah. movie? Like snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. Oh shit! Because everybody in that theater bought into that film and knew, got the joke and was one hundred percent on board with all it, right. and it was a party from start. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, we got uh, Christmas Coles. Wagner, hit me. What's your number one? What's your worst movie sequel? <laughs> My worst sequel, sitting with a 4% on Rotten Tomato, with a box office of $11 million on a $25 million budget, the sequel to my second favorite film of all time, with only one returning person, Caddyshack 2. Oh. So bad, this is the first time I've even acknowledged its existence. I love Caddyshack. I can quote damn near the entire movie of Caddyshack. I think that it is 
Chevy Chase's finest hour, more than the vacation movies and that. Yeah. It is Chevy Chase at his most dickheadedness and just killing scenes. Bill Murray, killing scenes. Ted Knight, killing scenes. What should we do? Don't bring them back. Let's get <laughs> Jackie Gleason and Robert Stack because I guess Unsolved Mysteries in 1988 was, you know, hitting. Um, Doesn't even have Rodney in it. Like no, the, no, Jackie Gleason is a Rodney. Yeah. And, I mean, look, it's so bad that one of the great lines from it was in production. Chevy Chase walked off set and said, call me back when you write some jokes. It's so <laughs> not funny. Um, I hate it. I hate it with fucking passion. The soundtrack's awful. Oh, every God. little, every little thing that you could do wrong. Uh, apparently, this was going to be built. National Lampoons wanted to make Caddyshack a thing, and this killed it. And we have never revisited Ch- uh, Caddyshack again. A lot of these movies might have killed it, but they eventually came back. We ain't never seen Caddyshack 3. And we better never see Caddyshack remake because I'll burn that theater. <laughs> yeah, because they tried to do a vacation remake and it was a dumpster fire. I, I don't think vaca- I don't think the vacation remake was worse than uh, uh, Vegas vacation. Vegas was fucking bad, dude. Oh, uh, see, I like Vegas vacation. Yeah, I, like I can't, Vegas. I, I can't nah, be Vegas mad. Is bad. I like Vegas. Vegas. I'm not saying it's good. I, I mean, I like a lot of. I like shit. there are uh, there are things that I like about each of those movies, but I saw Vacation with like, oh, this is going to be worse than uh, than Vegas, and then I, I watched. I'm like, ah, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. It's whatever. Uh, but I like I, Vegas more than European. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, <laughs> but Wagner, let me but ask no, you. Let like, me ask you a question. What did you watch Caddyshack as a kid? Did you grow up watching Caddyshack, the original? Oh yeah. No, see, my dad built golf courses. So Caddyshack was an institution in our home. Like, I'm not lying when me and my dad will still throw out lines from it to each other. Or I will sit there and just be like, oh, shit, pretty cool little shirt. Keep it. Like, just go in and say, (laughs) keep it throughout everything. Have Um, you read the book about its production of Caddyshack? Yes, and watched the documentary on it. Okay. Like, it is. It's my second favorite movie of all time, and it well, it sits and fights for number one and then number three because Valley Girl fights Check Caddyshack a lot. Blu-ray release. Then Boogie Nights is always there. Oh, for Valley Girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking to grab it. I'm also very angry. They're trying to do a musical version of Valley Girl. It's Me really too. Pissed off. I, I I I I really like Valley Girl too, man. Sorry. That, I, no, yeah, no, but like but no, the first Teddy Shack is like a perfect film. It's got a little conflict, got some funny, got a little pity in it. Like it's the perfect flick. And what did you do for the other one? Like you grabbed Dan Aykroyd. When we learned Dan Aykroyd actually isn't very funny, he's just was funny. <laughs> um, when was the last time you were like, wow, Dan Aykroyd? That's oh, a funny motherfucker. When he was doing that, when he was doing the uh, the show where he was a, pre- a priest, that was hilarious. Um, oh, wow. No, I'm kidding. That's a I'm fucking <laughs> Yeah, whoa, that's like, <laughs> you pulled that one so far up your ass, you touched your wall. I couldn't even fucking remember the name of the show. I was like, was it Holy Man? No, that was Cedric the Entertainer. What the fuck yeah. was the, sh- the name of the show? Yeah. I thought it was It Holy wasn't Man. Amen, because that was... Hold on. Yeah, no. Hey, man, uh, Holy man, I'm pretty sure oh, was. Uh, I'm pretty sure Holy man was Cedric the Entertainer. Pretty sure that, they, on, they were very. They were very close. Um, 
in time frame. I Soul Man. Soul Man. Soul Man. There oh, you go. Even worse title. <laughs> yeah. Cedric yeah. the Entertainer should have been Soul yeah, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, is it racist? Um, all right. So uh, we're moving on. Uh, Deboto, what do you got for number one, brother? So my number one, um, honest to God, is not worse than Son of Math. But the reason that I made it number one is because it absolutely ruined what I consider to be peak modern horror. I think that the, 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 the premise for great modern horror is very much less is more. And the first one of this series did that perfectly Whereas this one completely threw that out the window 100%. It took what was an absolutely amazing and terrifying premise for a movie and shit on it completely and totally. My number one is Sinister 2. Um, and like I said, it's a very, very personal pick because I think when it comes to modern horror, there's a handful of movies that stand head and shoulders above the rest. Sinister... Uh, paranormal activity and insidious. I think that when you're talking modern horror, those movies are a master class in how you take a $3 million budget and you turn it into something absolutely terrifying. And it's unfortunate that they did this with Sinister 2. They tripled their budget and then some. And they went way overboard with it. They completely and totally shit the bed and sinister like i know that half of y'all are not horror movie fans so i don't know if you've seen it dave but sinister is terrifying it is 100 percent edge of your seat just everything is scary and horrifying and sinister 2 took all of that and flushed it down the toilet and made not even a good version of like a 90s uh, ultra gore movie. It was absolutely terrible. And they they showed everything where with Sinister, it was so much of it was a an act three reveal that made it so good. Sinister 2, there was no act three reveal. You just watched it all play out in real time. It was horribly boring. It was not scary at all. And like I said, it honestly, Son of Mask is a worse movie, but I don't know that I have ever been more disappointed in a sequel than I was in Sinister 2. It's at a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, they didn't bring, well, for reasons that I'm sure you could figure out, they didn't bring back any of the original cast, but... Um, it's the same guys who wrote it. It's still Blumhouse who made it. I don't know why they decided that this is what they should do for a sequel, but the first one made a ton of money on a shoestring budget and it was incredible. And for this one, they just completely took everything that made the first one and made it terrible. And like I said, I just, the reason this had to be my number one is because it hurt my soul to watch them completely ruin what very easily could have been a franchise along the lines of Insidious and The Purge. 
they could have turned this into a great thing if Sinister 2 had simply been a prequel film instead of making this. This I am I am in no way anybody who knows anything about making movies, and I will very rarely use the phrase, I know how they could have done that better. But I, honest to God, feel like if given the opportunity, I could have given at least, I could have at least storyboarded a Sinister 2 that would have been light years better than this one. I was so incredibly disappointed to the point of depressed in Sinister 2. So again, probably another one that that y'all haven't seen because it's a horror movie, but it's just such a letdown after what is, like I said, the keystone of modern horror and sinister. So I I had to make it my number one. I can't argue because I haven't seen it. My experience with sinister is one of my favorite podcasts, Jumpsuit Cinema is, you know, one of the hosts, is C. Robert Fargill, the guy who wrote Sinister. Yeah. And, uh, so that's how I've heard of Sinister a bunch, but never seen it. It's like I said, it's it's up there with insidious and paranormal activity, which is here's how you scare people now. You you don't you make them use their imagination and you make it hyper realistic. And like that's what you've got to do to make good horror now because we've all lived through the nightmare on Elm street phase and we've lived through the, the, the torture porn phase with hostile and things like that. And those, the, the less is more element is what makes modern horror and sinister and insidious are a masterclass in that. And this was the absolute opposite of it. Yeah. I'm uh, going to be honest. I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you did a like I said, I could have. It sounds, it sounds really bad, but I'm going to be honest. I didn't know Sinister existed, much less the sequel of Sinister. Got Obi-Wan Kenobi in it. Um, but uh, it, it's, like I said, I very easily could have just done this with horror movies. And this is the most disappointed I've ever been, not just with a horror movie, but with the sequel ever because i actually expected very big things of this movie yeah no it's uh, i i know the original and i know that people didn't like the sequel but i didn't see the original so but it sounds awful dude don't look nary from what i know of you look i will occasionally be like no you could even just it's moderately scary but you might still enjoy it dude stay the fuck away from sinister nary (laughs) it will haunt your drink. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. You don't have to sell me on that. You don't, you really don't. I mean, there was, <laughs> there, there was zero interest of me watching it before you said that. Now that you said that, thank you, I guess. But I mean, can you get less than zero percent interested? Um, but all right. Um, my number one is a movie that was touched upon by uh, one of the listeners as far as uh, the comments that they gave on the, the Facebooks. And uh, my number one is also a Jim Carrey movie. Uh, it's a sequel. I'm sorry. It's a sequel to a Jim Carrey movie. Is now a Jim, actually a Jim Carrey movie is uh, Dumb and Dumber 2. Is, uh, oh, God. It's so bad. So fucking bad. I just 
uh, watch the trailer, and in the trailer they give you the two, maybe three good jokes that they have in the in the entire movie. You're like, oh, okay, this seems like it could be funny, and like, oh, I, it got me hyped up for. It. I'm like, oh fuck, it's it's back. The, the it got the original cast. It's not like I literally said this to my friend. It's not like some son of mask bullshit where they got some other actor. It's literally they got the fucking real people to do the sequel, and then you watch it, and I I I shit you the fuck not. I think I remember the time mark. I think it was something along the lines of like. 58 minutes into the movie is when I first chuckled and when I say first chuckled I mean the only time I chuckled because I was fucking done I, I didn't go back and there was no more laughter after that and I was like oh this is really fucking bad uh, it's uh, one of the worst movies I've ever seen um, I uh, for a few uh, for a few moments in time there I was I was like illegally fucking downloading these movies and this is one of the movies that I did not pay for and uh, I gotta be honest with you I don't feel bad about this one I don't feel bad. I would have felt really fucking pissed if I would have paid for this shit. And I, again, I've gone back and and bought movies that I had a re, that I had uh, originally illegally downloaded. I've gone back and paid for it. I felt guilty. I'm like, no, now I have money. I could fucking spend some money on. And I have purchased well over fourteen hundred movies on my Apple account. And uh, fuck that. Uh, Dumb and Dumber Two is atrocious, and I would never give them my fucking money. Fuck that. And growing up, he's a childhood hero of mine. Jim Carrey, childhood hero, could do no wrong for a long time, and then he made fucking uh, this shit, and I'm like, no, I'm out, can't do this, man. It's it's so bad, and that's another one like where my number one came in, where it was just such a disappointment, like in total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really bad. Uh, I will say this: um, it's been a long time. It's happened a few times throughout the last three years of us doing this podcast, but it's been a long time that we've never had, that we didn't get a single repeat, not a single. 16 different picks. 16 different <laughs> movies, uh, which is uh, pretty impressive if you think about it. Because, I mean, you know, even on, even on the Facebook, there was a lot of people repeating shit. So, um uh, all right. So uh, when we do, when we usually do, uh, usually we get like we pick the, the final mountain and we just, you know, we do the voting thing uh, based on repeats and shit like that. But since nobody repeated it, the few other times that this has happened, we just go with our number one selection as the final mountain. So that's what we're going to end up doing this time. Is Wagner still well, with Hold us? on. I'll tell you what. The, the one thing. I am. I am. I was looking up some quick facts on this sinister film because I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Um, I'm with you, though. The only one of mine, I will concede Rocky Five. Maybe I need to give it a second look. Um, but Caddyshack 2, I refuse to not have on this fucking thing. I will, and I will say, I would almost, even though it was it's my number Sinister two, 2. I want Sinister 2 on this. Oh, okay, I was going to say, like, look, I mean, I was, I was willing to concede my number 2 to my number 1, because I feel like you guys might actually watch Son of Mask and experience how bad it is. And, um, but, no, Son of Mask, I'll, um, I'll say Jaws 4 in place of Crystal Skull because yeah, Jaws Four is literally one of the worst movies ever made. Mm-hmm. I can admit that. Um, so it it honestly needs to be. If I'm getting one spot for this, if we're all getting one spot for this, yeah, Jaws. Yeah, 4 and and honestly, I think Son of Mask is a worse movie. Sinister Two being my number one was a very personal thing. So yeah, if I've got to pick one, give me Son of Mask. 
All right. Uh, so, you know, another thing I fucking hate, and I get it, it's it's on brand, but the fact that it's Dumb and Dumber, T.O., fuck you. Like, that's so, I get it. It's on par. It's on brand. It's on brand. They're supposed to be stupid. I understand. I get the fucking joke, but I'm just like, oh, fuck. You know what? Fuck you. Um, so, Dumb and Dumber. So, we got Jaws 4, Caddyshack 2, Dumb and Dumber, T.O., and uh, Son of Mask. All right. Son of Mask. Uh, all right. Uh, well, that's it, man. That's the final mountain. Uh, what do you guys got, David? Hit me up, man. I want to. I want to. I want to promote your shit. You're. You are a fantastic photographer. We are. Uh, of course, we go back a while, but I'm also a follower of yours on 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 Twitter, and you post some great shit. So let people know where they can see you, man. Yeah. Um. Wedding photography. I'm available all over these all over the United States. D. Smith Images. Uh. Concert and cultural photography. Concert photography really is going to be happening for a while. Uh. But if you want to see, you know, stuff I have done. D. Smith scenes, as in like S. C E N E S. Um, so yeah, D Smith images, D Smith scenes. Those are the social media tags as well. So you want to check me out there. And as a major fan of this artist, I say this best concert photo of Rob Zombie I've ever seen belongs my to my favorite band. photo I've ever taken. So yeah. Uh, have you? Have you? Did you photograph your own wedding? Because that might be fucked up for you to say that. If you just like, it's like, it's like, yeah, I photographed my own yeah, wedding, yeah. but Rob Zombie—that's <laughs> the best picture I've ever fucking taken uh, in my life. <laughs> I was in my sister's wedding and photographed it as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Wagner, what do you got, man? You got anything you want to promote? Uh, podcast that you don't listen to? Um, you know what? I got a uh, my Snapchat wags the bitches. Uh, put a lot of dick pics on that. Uh-huh, hit that up. Um, my Instagram, that thing is protected. But if you like, want to add me, it's the Daniel Wagner. There's a chance, but I like to keep more less people I'm following that follow me because it makes me feel better. Right. Um, <laughs> Twitter, Daniel Wagner, I will occasionally post something on it every once in a while if I get bored. Um, with all the comedy clubs and stuff shut down, I'll be at the Laugh Factory on Thursday, the 27th of October. Um, hit me up on that. Uh, Giggle in Roanoke, Virginia, March 25th. Be hitting that one up. Uh, you know, you catch me anywhere. I'm, I'm me I have so much going on. <laughs> I have so much going on in my life right now. It's just, Oh God, I'm so fucking bored. I'm so fucking bored. The only time I'm leaving the house is on a Friday night to get my takeout from my favorite place. Midnight release of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed at nine at night each night because like I don't have a concert to shoot. It, it's like I can't deal with this. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, uh, great as in, you know, not, not we can't do shit about it. Uh, Debona uh, is uh, on the podcast called What You Got, uh, which is uh, part of the Geek Bro Network. Check out the Geek Bro Network at geekbro.net. Uh, you can check out the bonus podcast, again, called What You Got. Other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network are the What's Up Bro podcast. Better let me tell you, the um, the 
Childlike at Best with Mike Valdez and The Layer. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, Geekbro.net. Uh, fellas, David uh, Wagner, thank you so much, brother. I, this has been a long time coming. I've been meaning to get at you guys for a long time, and I've just been lazy as shit. Uh, so thank you, Wagner, for waking me up with your comment on my Instagram post. Uh, he is by far. <laughs> he was like, when the fuck are you going to have the creators of this fucking podcast on? And uh, here we are. So thank you very much, brother. I uh, love both of you. Thank you very much for uh, for letting me steal your shit. Uh, check out uh, my comedy at <laughs> NerdyScience.com and, and or whatwashisname.com. You guys have been great. That's how winning, that's how making lists are made. Yeah.